1: What's up, and welcome back to Kinda Funny's Top Gun in Review. That's right, we are ranking, reviewing, and recapping every Top Gun film. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes. You might know me better as Blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> I am joined by Matt the Wolfman Batson.
2: Ooh! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Mike Jetwash Howard. Ooh, let's get it! Nick.
3: Hammer, Scarpito. Well, that's in contention now. That's in contention now. Mm-hmm. I might have mm-hmm. to pick a new one. When Ed uh, Harris has your same call sign, I think you got to give it to Ed Harris. I don't you know. You give it to Ed, yeah. I think you yeah. got to give it to Ed. You give and it I go it way back.
4: It. He'll be cool with it. that will be cool.
1: And Andy, what was
4: yours? What did we? Solstice coming in oh god
1: andy solstice cortez it just keeps getting better everybody of course this is kind of funny's in review each and every week we get together to rank review and recap different movie franchises uh next week we'll be returning to jurassic world with fallen kingdom and then the week after that will be the final jurassic world uh, dominion uh when it comes out in theaters you could get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com you can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you if there's a movie franchise you love or hate chances are we have reviewed it so go check that out uh if you wanted to watch the show live as it's being recorded and get the show ad free you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers molecule fargo brady and anonymous have all done today we're brought to you by me chime and credit karma but we're gonna have to get to that later Because I do not want to dilly. I do not want to dally any longer. We got to get into it. Top Gun Maverick. Released on May 27th, 2022. With a runtime of two hours. And 11 minutes. It was directed by Joseph Kaczynski. He made his big screen directorial debut with the 2010 science fiction film Tron Legacy, the sequel to the 1982 film Tron. And Mike, some exciting stuff for you here. His previous work has primarily been with CGI related television commercials, including the Starry Night commercial for Halo 3 and the award winning Mad World commercial mm-hmm. for Gears of War. Oh, yeah. I love that awesome? Awesome. so that is badass um one interesting note for this movie that ratchets it up to a 10 already is the screenplay the final revision of the screenplay done by christopher McQuarrie, who y'all might know as the writer director of the modern mission impossible movies and all of a sudden everything starts making a lot more sense (laughs) feel it makes a lot of sense uh the music in this one once again done by harold faltermeyer but with an assist, a lovely, lovely assist from the one and only Hans Zimmer, baby, just giving that extra level of oomph Mm -hmm. that it needed, and Lady Gaga joining the crew (laughs) for this one, (laughs) which you always gotta love. Uh, It had a budget of $170 which is quite a bit more than the budget of $15 that the first movie had, but you know what? It's been a while. Things have changed quite a bit, and making movies is expensive, especially when Tom Cruise is involved, because he was like, you know what? I don't want any green screen or CGI aerial shots in the film. Even the close-up cockpit shots are taken during real in-flight oh, sequences. This meant that must, much of the cast had to undergo extensive G-Force training sessions to withstand the physical demands of the pressures during flight. Woo! And it was worth it, everybody. And if you
4: felt I feel it, it, and it was yep, absolutely yep. worth
0: it
1: oh man so there we go uh with all of that out of the way nick as the, the you saw top gun one in theaters i did mm-hmm. what you are, are the thoughts? top gun you are the top gun what
3: First are your thoughts on Top uh, Gun? this, this right movie here? is one hell of a ride that's what i will say right there uh if you are on the fence at all if you're like you know what i don't like top gun i'm not a fan of tom cruise and i don't really particularly care about aerial combat uh maybe this isn't the movie for you no i'm kidding you should go see this regardless because say what you will about the plot we'll get into the plot we'll get into the character dynamics we'll get into some of the side characters that may or may not have needed to be into this feel kind of shoehorned in but by the end of this movie let's, well, let's just put it this way i blew i had a flat tire driving to this movie i had to change the tire on route to uh, to my donut on uh, route uh, to the movie walked in covered in mud and just begged i was like i'm having a bad day Poor Dee was with me too. She was like, oh, Nick's gonna be-. I was like, I just want a Diet Coke. I just want a Diet Coke. Got a Diet Coke, sat down. By the end of this film, I, to- I had totally forgotten about that. This movie is one fucking hell of a ride. And the last, if if nothing else, if you don't even want to watch Tom Cruise act, buy a ticket wait an hour and then go into the movie and just watch the last 40 minutes of it because it is the coolest aerial photography and some of the best sequences I have ever seen in my life, hands down. And I am so unbelievably happy that uh, the director and the team and Tom Cruise all got together and said, we're going to do as much of this practically as possible because there's an alternate reality where someone else got hired to do this and they did all of this in CG and it would have just been the worst movie ever made. Just <laughs> terrible.
0: That that's... Uh, This is one of the greatest action movies of all time. And, And again, like to echo what Nick's saying, not all of that's creatively like there. There are some missteps creatively, but they don't do anything like egregious there. What really like makes this movie special is all the technical aspects. It's doing everything practical. It's how they shoot it. It's the variety of shots that they have from the cockpit, all the cameras that they use inside and out of the planes it's beautiful like you feel every turn every maneuver and all of that is the sound design too oh, unbelievable it's it's so crisp and like oh like it it just has you it just has you the whole movie and it's it's funny because for years like we've known about this movie and i you know we talked about it last week i was a top gun fan but hadn't really seen it since i was a kid uh you know it, we're we're in the age where we have all these legacy sequels and you're like cool another one of these can't wait for that to be on uh in review and i wasn't that excited for it and then especially with all the delays uh you know you had covid tom cruise really wanted this movie to be in theaters and you totally understand why now i was so confused by all the hype leading up to this movie i just remember thinking like it can't be like this is this is top gun what makes top gun so great the original is all the I- iconic moments that are extremely 80s and you can't replicate that again without it being corny and actually they they do replicate uh, i'm sure we'll get into it and we get into the plot in the beginning of this movie it's not corny at all it's super fucking cool it's awesome um but they What they do is they improve on all the things that the original wasn't great at. You know, we last week we talked about last week, uh, earlier this week, we talked about all the chaotic moments of when they're in the air and it can be hard to follow. And it's it was an incredible achievement for the time of what they were doing. But here, like it's it's just so incredibly well executed that in like from a technical standpoint and from a stylish standpoint that I just love it. I love it so much. Andy Cortez. Yeah, this movie is absolutely,
4: it, it lived up to all the hype. And I didn't think that was possible. I wouldn't, I thought this movie was going to be like Jack Reacher until I saw the more recent trailer for it. Where I said, mm-hmm. oh, like, God damn, they were really kind of going all out here with the cinematography and all the cool camera shots. And I had mentioned it last week that this movie's trying to do dog fighting in an age where the technology can't really show it off in a meaningful way or in a in an entertaining way so they kind of got to do what they can with you know movement in the cockpit the, the fake cockpit that they're in you reusing the same shots trying to create that chaos and tell a story is really tough but knowing that now they were going to have that technology going into it, it this movie far surpassed any uh expectation that i had for it um i do think in some of the slower parts I don't think it's uh I do think it it, you know like Matt and Nick were just mentioning it does lack a little bit storytelling wise in some moments maybe it's just uh sequences of certain actors but um like Val Kilmer coming back I thought was so beautifully done and emotional and uh that's that sequence really got me because we we know his struggles and what he's going through and um it, it was done so beautifully um but yeah, the, the action sequence is near the end. This movie gets anime as fuck in a lot of moments. I my only critique is uh, I leaned over to Tim and I wish that some of the jets were like color-coded. So you could know they didn't with the
3: tail u- wings a little the, the 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 rudders a little bit, but not enough. I'm right there with you.
4: Yeah, like I I just to and it it's not really that I have because I'm having trouble following the action. It's more that like it would just add. It, it would just add more cooler, to the anime ness yeah. of it if we yes, saw like Maverick's sure. like stripes on his wings, you know, or something like that. Um, yeah, this movie kicks ass. This movie needs to be watched in a gigantic theater with a big ass screen and big sound. Um, it is. It had me just super tense in a lot of the action sequences near the end. This is like goddamn. This is Tom Cruise at his strongest, and we've seen him absolutely kick ass the last Mission Impossible movies. Uh, this movie rules, absolutely worth it. Please go watch this movie, support it. Snowbike Mike.
5: This movie is phenomenal. No doubt about it. These guys have hit all the key points. But truly and honestly, going into it, I didn't think that you could create a sequel and actually have it live up to the hype and the awesomeness that the first one was after decades but they found a way. And I love all the touchstones, the callbacks that we'll get into during the plot where you just smile and you're like, oh, snap, they're doing that. That's a lot of fun. And it's a new generation, right? I think they did a really good job at diving into the new class of Top Gun and really showing off all the differences and the diversity of this team, right? I think in the first one, when we look at it, you really only get to zoom in on a couple of pilots. This one, I felt like they nailed a lot of the pilots and really made us care And it's adrenaline pumping. There's risk involved. It had me on the edge of my seat. And there's some really powerful and impactful moments, even during the slow parts that make you involved and engaged on that. And I really, really loved every single moment of this. The soundtrack did miss take my breath away, which was a big miss for me. That was my favorite song of the first one, but lady Gaga, as I like to say, only crushed it at the end credits. Absolutely took that away and blew that one out of the water and uh, yeah, this is really special. I can't wait to get into the plot, but I'm blown away with how good this one was. So good that I saw it twice in a row in the movie theater. As many people know, listening and watching, I like to watch movies on my phone. No, no. I spent four hours in the movie theater last night. I That's incredible. I, I love
3: te- it. I texted Mike last night. I was like, what do you think of Top Gun? And he goes, me and Earl the Squirrel just got in our <laughs> flight suits and we're going back. And I'm like, oh yeah, I love that. That is that is that is the mark of excellence from something like Mike. Mike
1: no i mean dude for me too i i saw this movie a couple days ago uh and i thought that there was i thought i was going to enjoy it but i thought there was no way i was going to be interested in watching it again Mm -hmm. uh usually i'm the type of person that likes watching the marvel movies multiple times but that's Mm because i'm looking for easter eggs i'm looking for you know the the fun extra stuff because i'm me i needed to watch this movie again and now that i've seen it again i think i need to watch it a third time uh this is my favorite movie of all time i'm standing by it now i fucking love this thing because it's everything I could have wanted. I think that they absolutely nailed the legacy aspects of it. They upped the ante. This is just a fantastic action movie front to back. I think that the weakest part of it by far is the love story. Uh, I don't think it's serviceable. I don't think it's that bad. It never really gets in the way too much. I think that there are moments of it that I like. I like the the, the jokes they have with the kid and some of the relationship stuff there. I, I just don't love that they ended on it. I feel like the end of this movie is so good and to have the final moments be kind of like about the weakest part of the movie is honestly the one criticism i have otherwise i think they just committed full tilt to what this is and i appreciate so much like anyone that's watched us do these reviews like i jokingly uh hit up mike and andy after i had watched this i'm like yo we had we have in we have reviewed 312 movies on in review which is absolutely insane to think about and one common through line for me is i love when a movie comes back and fixes the problems of the old one and like finds all the ways to take bad things and turn them into pure hype and this movie does uh to top gun 1 what fast five did to fast one through four it does what cobra kai seasons one through four do to the karate kid franchise like it takes everything we love about him and just distills it into just pure perfection and just the best version possible i honestly think that this movie is going to ruin my experience with a lot of different movies going forward like i can't imagine a star wars dogfight ever living up to anything that this movie can offer. And that is insane. Like the trench run of the Death Star, the final battle of Return of the Jedi, those are some of the most hype uh, action sequences of this ilk I've ever seen. And this just crushes those. This crushes some of my favorite movie moments of all time. And it's because they set the stakes up perfectly. They, The whole entire movie is designed around one crazy action sequence. And they make us believe in the stakes of it. So hard and every single thing that they do they just keep upping the ante there's about five times through this movie where i'm like Hold, what are they going to do after this and then they have an amazing answer they always have an amazing answer and there are multiple moments of this where like, i feel like the last third of this movie you just don't see coming and it is the most incredible thing ever but for this whole thing to start off the way that it does with the most beautiful going backs to um fuck okay thank you I mean, I need to move my car. This sucks uh, um, for it to, to start off with the, the, the cut, the top gun. We get the theme. They throw in danger zone. They're like, yo, greatest hits. Let's get him out of the way. Yeah. Cause Tom Cruise needs to be the fastest man alive. And when they do this shit, they set it up as if the plot of this movie is going to be man versus machine drones are going to take over. Guess what? Tom Cruise solves that in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, we're better than machines. Fuck the that. Battle's plot. over. We're doing more. <laughs> This movie is absolutely incredible. I have nothing but glowing things to say, and I can't wait to keep talking to you. I am gonna go move my car though. Uh, so yeah, keep talking, and then get I, think, and like I think I think we out. need
0: a sequence here uh, that we edit in that is uh, you know in the style of the opening of this movie bam, in the original bam, Top bam. Gun, but it's Tim just moving his moving car. His car so right? it's yeah. like the the people they're like, yeah, this way, yeah, bring it over here, and then and they give Tim the the thumbs up, and then he pulls away. Ups yeah listen oh, I, will dry, I will drive i will drive over to up.
3: tim's house right now we all have to meet there and we can do we can do that I'm after this and then you can you my, matt will give you the footage and you can you can put I that in it. there and you know what? i'm i know kaylog i'm sure he could uh he'll give us the go ahead oh you really you
4: think of. we'll get the full rights? i think oh, he'd nice. be okay with it nice. I, I
3: do want to say like to, to back up tim's point like one of the the only thing that i'm really disappointed with the movie the thing that kind of keeps it from being what everything that I wanted it to be was that love story. I yes. felt like that was shoehorned in, yeah. uh, and this is no disrespect to Jennifer Connelly, uh, who did a great job. But I actually, I don't think they had great chemistry. I really wish they had just been friends. The idea that they brought her back and she's the the Peggy Benjamin from 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 the lore of the admiral's daughter from the two lines that they mentioned the, 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 the okay. two times. Did yeah. you not get to catch that?
0: No, no, I didn't. So like the whole time, and that was my big complaint too. In and, and really, that doesn't forgive the, the no. performance and how it's written um, because they do. And this is probably like my biggest pet peeve. The thing I hate the most in movies is when they treat a character like you know who they are, yeah. Like the whole time, I'm sitting there like, did I miss like a fucking tie-in comic book or something? Like who? <laughs> no, who is so Jennifer Connelly. They and never so-
3: mention. I don't think they ever mention her last name, or if they do, it comes very yeah. quickly. But there's two scenes in the very first Top Gun, right, where Goose makes mention to uh to the admiral's daughter. It's in like the first like mm-hmm. 15 minutes of the movie, and then later Meg Ryan when they're sitting at the table. Uh, when he's playing Great Balls of Fire, talks about Penny Benjamin and how that like almost ended Maverick's career. But those were intended to be sort of filler fun, like fleshing out his backstory. They never intended for that character to be anything more than just a fun anecdote about how reckless and careless Maverick was in his youth, which goes back to back up him having to actually, you know, be a leader and and be a good wingman. The Mm -hmm. fact that they brought her back in, I don't mind it either way. The disappointing aspect of it was I didn't feel like they had great chemistry as lovers. I thought I was like, "Oh, these two read to me as old acquaintances that I really wish they had explored that. I don't love when they shoehorn love stories into to movies. Um, and I don't and I think we're just beyond that at this point. I think it's actually okay for like a male lead and a female lead to just have an, a yeah, friendship relationship. Friends, yeah. But what the the bigger disappointment was that it took valuable screen time for what I felt was should have been the heart of the story, which was Miles Teller and and Tom mm-hmm. Cruise's relationship, so the Rooster Maverick relationship was one that I was like, we're an hour into this movie, they've have had have, like two scenes together. They haven't even they haven't had a moment to really chop it up. I had hoped that they would have resolved the issue, which the issue itself I thought was very very poorly done as well. The hint that he's like, oh, I, I stopped him from going to flight school for four years, and he was like, I'll never forgive you for this. I'm like, how about you killed his dad? Maybe that would have been slightly <laughs> right. more of a of a thing that he could have resented you for. But I just thought that I would have liked to have seen them because I thought they had good chemistry on screen together, bond a little bit more. And I wanted them like hanging out, drinking a beer, talking about goose. I wanted him talking about all the things that he had like Maverick had failed him, you know, over the years. We don't really get that. We get that sort of at the end and it's very fulfilling there, but I'm like, where was that? Cause the Maverick goose connection in the first one, I thought was so pretty it's much was the, the heart of the, of the film. It really yeah. was. Um, and that, but aside from that, I think, I think that would have led to a little bit more of the fun factor as well. But I think the scenes we get with everyone else where they're jibing each other and giving each other shit. I wanted more of that too. I wanted yeah. more of the, just the pilots being assholes. I wanted more of, of the dynamics between these, like the best of the best coming to like, I love the line. "Granites" from the trailer that like, when Phoenix goes, we're the best pilots in the world. Who the fuck are they going to get to train us? And then you see, you see the same shot of Maverick. I mean, the similarities of these movies are great. Like they, yeah. you could tell it that that Joseph uh, Kaczynski like loved the first Top Gun because the shot of him holding the with with the watch him holding the, the notepad not the notepad, the clipboard walking is the walking exact the same class. shot yeah. as Charlie yeah. walking yeah. to the class. Uh-huh, and it's great. so fucking perfectly done. Anyway, go
4: see this movie.
1: It's great. Go see this damn movie, man. All right. Without further ado, let's get to the plot.
4: Oh, word from our sponsor.
1: Uh, you know what? let's take a word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by me undies i love me undies from head to toe all over my body if you don't believe me of course right now i'm wearing the me undies shirt you can tell by the little tag going on right there right i got the me undies lounge shorts going on of course i got the undies and then boom me undies socks baby that's how we do out here a kind of funny i love being soft head to toe in the micro modal fabric you already know all about that but if you don't let's face it summer's sweaty but your butt doesn't have to be with me light and breathable micromodal fabric you can stay comfy and cool all summer long they have super fun seasonal prints and tons of styles to choose from but if you just like classic black that's totally cool too they got a bunch of just bold colors for you to go for they have super fun seasonal prints tons of styles and sizes extra small to 4xl so you can bring the beach to your butt without ever leaving your living room me has a great offer for all of you first-time purchasers you can get 15% off if you sign up for their free to join membership you can apply that 15% off to their already discounted membership prices to get 15% off your first order and 100% satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com kind of funny that's meundies.com kind of funny tell them Tim Getty sent you Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early without direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is about more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. Uh, So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com slash KF games. That's C-H-I-M-E dot com slash KF games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Get started at chime.com slash KF games shout out to credit karma for sponsoring this episode want a new credit card but not sure how to choose you don't need to apply for the first offer that you see in the mail credit karma can help you zero in on the right option for you and apply with more confidence i love credit karma i've been using it for years to check my credit profile make sure everything is good and on the up and up Uh, credit karma uses your credit profile to show you offers that are tailored to your financial situation credit karma partners with a wide range of card issuers so you can be sure that you're exploring all sorts of options. Best of all, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you your chances of approval before you even apply, helping you apply with more confidence. Comparing cards on Credit Karma is 100% free and most importantly, will not affect your credit score. That is huge. Credit Karma, create your own karma. Ready to find the right card for you? Head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers today. That's creditkarma.com or hit up the Credit Karma app to find the right card for you. That's creditkarma.com. Now, let's get to the plot.
3: Are you just going to fade out? I I wish we had (laughs) read the slack. (laughs) I told you the slack. (laughs) I didn't know if you were going to just end it. You said, and I quote, I'm going to play the Top Gun theme. I was like, I'll listen to you play this theme all day, bro. Yeah and there then I go. said and
4: then I'll start getting quiet and then you pop in
3: I didn't read that far <laughs> oh,
1: oh. I, I wish we far. had the bell like that that like gong that goes off oh, every five minutes in so this movie big. it's so fucking oh, good yeah.
3: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Top Gun Maverick on March 3rd 1969 the United States Navy established an elite school for top one percent of its pilots its purpose was to teach the lost art of aerial combat and to ensure the handful of men who graduated Were the best fighter pilots in the world I don't know if they changed that one Probably people who graduated uh, They succeeded Today the Navy calls its fighter, it, fighter weapons school The Flyers call it Gong Top Gun <laughs> Yes. Maverick. <laughs> so I, I was not oh, expecting no. this. At all. I, I thought it was like a
0: prank. And the, I was like, are they just no. showing like part of the first movie? And then, I they just reshot everything. Same. They
3: reshot the entire intro and I and with they with, with the same theme. And then Danger Zone kicks in as the plane's coming up. Mm-hmm. And I looked over at Tim and I was like, did they just remake the first Top Gun? And Tim's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm all for it. That's uh, fucking great. This sequence was the, beautifully shot. Um, it's missing the color. grain yes. and the the the, the sort the of contrast graphics yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure but but and, I, and, I think and the
0: last like the very last shot i love that they they mirror like the the shakiness of like someone like hand it like a clearly like it was like on sticks but then like in the original at the very end they just like somebody like nudges it and they just leave it in because they're like this is all the this is all the great ah, footage that so we, we had. got and they, they do it again here too <laughs>
3: Tim, I might've missed this in the, uh, when you were going over the facts of the furious, but did they shoot this on film or was this digitally acquired? Uh, Do you remember? Uh, well, it must be digital because this is it's all, digital, it's right? all yeah. IMAX. So like the uh, entire thing was shot with well, like
1: insane IMAX cameras. So I guess it, yeah. it could have been it film, but been it was film. the, it was the 6k IMAX cams, which I think are the digital.
3: Okay. Cause I could have sworn the first, I, cause the rest of the movie looked really, really clean. And granted they can take grain out of film. But this first part, I was like, I wonder if they shot just this first part on film. Cause it still looked a little dirty. And it looked, I mean, I don't know. Very, very well done. Is it? Is it? Is it treading on well-worn territory? Shut up.
5: <laughs> what i say to you, <laughs> end, gentlemen. Gentlemen.
3: <laughs> Because we're about to cut over to this uh, to Tom Cruise, right? And he's got this cool hanger, right? And he's got it on. on he's got this die. March, whatever. Time to break. Mach 9. And he just knocks it, right? He gets that little knock. And then, of course, we see uh, pictures of Rooster when he was young. Pictures of Miles Teller. Uh, and then, of course, Miles Teller, like, Full adult with incredible mustache and slash blonde hair, uh, and then when then we see pictures of uh, him and, and Goose Anthony Edwards from uh, no, Anthony Edwards yes Anthony yep. Edwards from the original movie. Um, he heads over to the 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 facility, and oh my god, Hondo's there. And by the way, Hondo played by I wrote the actress name Bashir something Bashir uh, Salahuddin uh, is incredible. I love him in this. He's like, look, dude. Mm-hmm. We just got a call from, from general from Admiral Kane. We're shut down. And Maverick's like, bullshit, bro. I've had a Hell long story now. career. Yeah. They can't <laughs> kick me out of this thing. And he's like, the Admiral's on his way. And he goes, but he's not here yet. And of course the stakes are set. If they're shut down, everyone loses their job. A, a little when you start peeling back layers of this stuff, you're like, they still work for the Navy. They'll just right. get another job. It's not like everyone gets fired. These are all people that are enlisted. So like I can't imagine they're like, listen, you guys are highly specialized human beings in aerial combat and, like, breaking the sound barrier. You have to go work at a Starbucks now. This is There's their no dream. more need for you
4: guys. <laughs> this is their dream project, though, yes. You yeah. can't rip yeah. them away from their baby, okay. you know? I,
3: listen, this is my dream. And one day <laughs> Tim's going to have to fucking tear me away kicking and screaming or do what I, what I assume will always do. He just leaves a trail of Starbucks iced coffees out the door, and then you guys shut up behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, Hondo is this guy's name. Which I love. I don't know the, the, the significance of it. Other than it was Samuel L. Jackson's name in SWAT. And I fucking think that's super cool. Is it time, Tim, to rank the rest of the call signs? Oh, I think we have to. Let's just get it out of the way.
4: Rank the call signs. We're gonna rank the call signs The call signs. <laughs> good
3: that thank was you good. michael mcdonald <laughs> uh, we have a whole new host of call signs as you guys know last week we ranked a ton of these from the original movie number one right now iceman number two viper number three maverick number four sundown number five hollywood i won't waste your time with the rest of these although they're great yeah, wolfman Wolf hollywood wolfman wolfman was six unfortunately oh we're yeah, yeah that's it. right i don't know if you were here uh starting <laughs> it off we're gonna start with the bottom of the list halo I don't remember whose character was Halo, but there's a character named Halo, which is a badass name.
1: Halo was it was uh, the girl, the the Asian yeah. girl that came. Oh, oh right. Okay. When there was like the twelve people that could have right. been uh, right, um, right. that could have made yeah. it. Yeah.
3: Okay. So well, um, what do we, we want to put Halo above or below? We'll say cougar or jester or goose. Halo's very low. Low? Above, above or chipper or below chipper?
4: Okay. Around above, chipper. Above, I'd say chipper. above chipper. We'll go above one above chipper.
3: chipper for Halo. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up we got Yale, which is a badass name. I'll That's pretty cool. You. That's fucking cool. Uh, do we want to put that? I'll start the bidding at around Goose or Merlin. For so you. why? A-L-E? I'd say below Yale. Yale? Merlin. Yeah, I like below the college. Merlin. Yeah, I like the college.
4: Okay. I don't uh, love below... it. Okay.
3: Above or below Charlie, Tim?
4: Mm, I,
3: I, I'm going to go below. Okay. i
5: called yeah, be Charlie, then Yale. Yep.
3: Okay, that's cool. I mean, I'm a Princeton man myself, so there you yeah, go. Sure, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, you
5: are.
3: I'm a Harvard man myself.
0: Both, uh, both Harvard can be both. Where do we want to put Hondo? Transferred, transferred.
3: Do we like Hondo more than Charlie or less than Charlie? Hondo's more.
4: pretty damn cool. Bad, I like yeah, Hondo. Man. Yeah. 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 Cool.
3: Above or below Cougar?
4: Below. Okay. Um,
3: what yeah. about Slider? Above or below Slider?
4: Okay. Above. Above. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like Hondo, that,
3: like that. Uh, Fritz. I don't know. I don't know whose name was Fritz, but I guess one of the characters' name was Fritz.
5: <laughs> one of the kids again. too. Fritz one yeah. of those kids. Yeah, put that put that low. I'll put
3: that up. We'll put that above chipper. How about that? That yeah, sounds fair. Sounds about right. Below Halo. Now hey, we're getting into some fun ones. Now, of course, this is this is this is heartbreaking for me, but I gotta give this up. Hammer. Where do we want to put hammer? It's mean, really, really good. good. <laughs> yeah, hammer's good. I mean, yeah. Above or below goose. I'm going to say above. above I mean, it's it's I'm going to go above Goose. I'm going to go above Merlin. I'm actually going to go above Stinger. The question is, is Hammer cooler than Wolfman? And I think the answer is yes. I don't.
1: Ah, oh, man. Here's my thing. I think Iceman is way cooler than Wolfman. And because of that, I'm going to say it's above Wolfman. We're going to put it
3: above Wolfman. Sorry, Matt Okay, I like that. Outvoted. That's okay. I you accept it. Wolfman is
0: near and dear to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> there you
3: go. Uh, Warlock.
0: Fuck, oh, it's man. very
3: cool. It's, 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 it's the so opposite cool. of Merlin man, man. man.
1: We were talking shit War- about Merlin, but like
3: warlock. Yeah. Warlock is like awesome. cool Merlin. We're, dude, I mean, I got to put I got to put warlock close to the top 5.
0: It's got to yeah. be yeah. Is it cooler I'd or less cool than below sundown? viper?
3: Below um, viper?
0: Yeah. I I think yeah. Yeah, I what think was it's viper probably number 4. I was it was Iceman, went Iceman
3: number 1, Viper 2, Maverick yeah, viper. 3. Do you want to put warlock at number 4? Number, number three, three dude. War, I number three. three. War
0: Maverick. Maverick I mean, are our coin toss for me. I'd put it above Maverick. I'm with Tim. I think that's Maverick. That's so cool. Yeah,
3: I think that's this is so dope. If my dude, if you guys started calling me Warlock, warlock. like
4: I'd be, okay <laughs> they just want to be called warlock. warlock Uh
3: we're getting <laughs> into some Starbucks. of the yeah, Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks would be dope, actually. It's got dude. The, that's got the battle star significant. I like that.
1: Matt Matt Rohrbeck uh tweeted at me. He said that he wanted his call name. Cold Drew. To be either cold brew, which is awesome, it's so good, or blockbuster.
0: <laughs> blockbuster is fucking rad.
3: Do you think that? Blockchain you I and change...
0: blockbuster.
3: Yep. Andy, can you make a note? I will be changing my call sign to venti iced coffee, unsweetened, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no milk at all. You won't all those, read all it. Those it notes. doesn't matter. That many, many notes. <laughs> <laughs> you won't read uh, the
4: note that I send to you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, we got Cyclone up next, which is uh, John Hamm's character. Look. Cool.
2: Dude,
1: I mean, look again. It is just kind of the generic cool, yeah. But the fact that it's John Ham, it's like yo, everything about it. I think Cyclone's Uh, actually really, really high. I I I want like for me, I want to know
0: Cyclone's past. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
5: he was a Top Gun too. He was Top Gun. Yeah,
0: because for me, like seeing the John Ham that we get in this movie, it almost has the negative effect where like Goose, I feel like Goose makes Goose cool but this cyclone like you think cyclone you think wild it's crazy it's spinning it's fat but this cyclone very by the book very straight laced similar to to like an ice man and so i don't i feel like he brings it down but the problem is you
3: have to go back to remember he was like he was the he was the winner of top gun in like 88 which was only a couple years after Mm -hmm. tom cruise so like i'm thinking cyclone was a badass back in the day me too but unlike Tom Cruise, he was like, I gotta grow the fuck up like Iceman did. Because first off, I love that yeah. Iceman is just the admiral now yeah. of the entire second fleet of whatever the fuck, wherever the hell they are. Uh, that's incredible. Do we want to put Cyclone above or below Stinger? I say above Maverick. Above. above Maverick? I can't get I can't I'd go. go that. Below I can't Maverick. go above. I say no. I say no. Okay. 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 Let's, let's go. Let's, above, above Wolfman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Above Wolfman. Yeah. Above Hammer? Mm-hmm. No. I say now. You'd rather be called right. Cyclone?
1: Cyclone than Hammer? Cool.
3: Yeah. What about Hollywood? Above or below? Oh, Hollywood? I love Hollywood. Come on. We're going to put that Hollywood below Hollywood. Below okay. Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. Hollywood's that's, a that's badass fair. name.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, next up, we got Bob. <laughs> Yo, Bob.
1: <laughs> awesome. Bob's like Number goose. <laughs> Dude, Bob's one of those ones no. where that like that joke could have really not worked. But it fucking did it because did, of yeah. that dude. Like they really, oh. they 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 played it out in a perfect way. I don't know how high it
5: can
3: rank. I'll put, right I'll put him right below. on board.
5: board. That yeah. shit killed me. bro. That <laughs> shit
3: killed me. Oh, I'm gonna put God. it below Goose for now. I feel like it's gotta I can't. Be put That's it's Nobody wants be, to be yeah. call Bob in the battlefield. You don't I'll want to be put him Bob. I'll put Bob right below Goose. Uh, by the way, the guy that the actor that played that is Bill Pullman's son. I don't know if you know. That oh wow! I saw his last name pop up. It's like Bob because you know they do the. A cool like hey what's up i'm mugging to the camera for a second yeah. and they have the actor's name it said something something pullman i was like oh i wonder if he's related to bill pullman it is bill pullman's son and you start looking at him you're like oh. bill Pullman, of course the president mike from independence day remember mm. he's like today we
0: celebrate yeah. Probably nepotism independence there, you know what's that some nepotism there maybe he wasn't actually the top gun just his dad was the president i mean that's how i got this that's job. a good
4: call sign nepotism
0: uh
3: next up we got fanboy <laughs> which is kind of what it uh, is, what it is. I Which like
0: it. fun fun fact here about uh Fanboy, I went to the theater with the one and only Gino Viteri, went to high school and elementary school with uh Danny Ramirez, who played Fanboy. Wow, cool. he's awesome. also right.
4: in uh Winter Soldier, right? Yep, Falcon mm-hmm. Soldier. yeah, Falcon okay. Winter
0: Soldier. Oh, yeah,
1: he, that's right,
0: yep, yeah. This, a bad they would have like shot this lot. though before Falcon Winter Soldier, so yeah, he definitely looks uh a bit younger, yeah. I, 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 I like when.
1: I like it, but I feel like they didn't do anything in the movie nah. to to, to, yeah, to it justify it
3: that name. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it below slider above Charlie. I'm putting it a little bit okay. cool with that. Yeah, yeah me that. too. Um, next up, we have Payback.
1: I mean, payback fuck is you. Good. Uh, you. it's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's so <laughs> yeah. dope.
3: That's so cool. Uh, I would put Payback for sure above Merlin, for sure above Stinger. Is it better than Wolfman and Hammer? I'll put it maybe one above Wolfman. How do we feel about that?
1: I'd go
4: above hammer. Yeah. i go above okay. hammer. hammer. hammer.
3: Yeah. But does it break above cyclone? The, no.
2: Break the
4: cyclone.
3: No. Okay. There it's cool. There's though.
4: something about, like, you know, we're going to get to Phoenix, right? And I think Phoenix yeah. is, on the, is on the cyclone level in terms of, like, it's a cool noun, but payback is a verb, and that's cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that makes it so bad. much cooler.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're
4: right. <laughs> Where do
3: we want to put Phoenix then? Because Phoenix is next up on the list. Phoenix is up really yeah. I mean,
5: that, that that high middle that high middle for sure phoenix is a badass name i'd go low middle because i think
1: that it, it it we have to look at it of how badass is the name and what did they do with it i feel like yeah. it's a badass name and it didn't live up to its expectations yeah. for me so i put it you don't think I, she, lived she, up? She,
2: she was she badass. Was badass. I she, a great she start, was bad yeah. but i feel like
1: great. comparing it to the name phoenix like yeah. i don't think she did anything that was phoenix like mm-hmm. right you also- know what i mean
5: she what's said, the... "Oh, you're my back seat instead of my Rio," and my I felt right. a little they bit didn't there. Say Rio. I, like, yeah. I liked
3: Rio, but yeah. back seat
5: is cool too. But like That's the Rio's cool. way cooler, you know. Rio's where do we,
3: cool. we want to put? So you, above or below Wolfman is where below. I'm going to start the bidding on this. Below one. Wolfman, below above Wolfman. or below Stinger. Above, it's, a, it's above. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Let's put it right there. Yeah. Perfect. Happy's you fun. guys are we're crushing this. You know what's funny <laughs> is like when we do these lists without Greg. You know what I mean? Better. So much fucking easier. God. Uh all right. Hangman. where do we want to put hangman. 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 I I Go like for hangman. it, Andy.
4: It's the logo for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like,
5: yeah. That's you it's, yeah. bad ass, It's, it's the fact the that helmet. like the A yeah. is
4: missing and like yeah. stuff to lo- make it look like an actual hangman game. That's kind of what does it for me. We're like, I don't necessarily love the name. I love the dude as an asshole. He's I love the dude, good. dude yeah. as they somebody. They give you the good who, line
0: too. Yeah, uh, I love he the he dude as
4: somebody it. who kind of Please comes back and makes it all better. Like he just killed it, dude.
3: I would say, I would say I would put as a as a name, as a character, all at Jazz, easily top. Ugh. Above or below Cyclone. What do you want to go? See, here's the thing. I think
1: Cyclone is infinitely cooler than Hangman. Yeah. But yeah. they fucking, for what I just said, Phoenix didn't and Fanboy didn't do. They did with Hangman. They like, nailed it. The, it was yeah. pitch perfect. I think it has to be high. Because the actor was great, the storyline was perfectly teed up and god i don't think i've ever felt that excited in a movie theater like th- it was captain america getting mjolnir <laughs> when fucking hangman let's
3: put let's put hangman uh, well, let's put him above cyclone then how about above or below hollywood what do we feel i just think hollywood's just about. i want to be so cool. cool let's go um, we'll, yeah. put, we'll put hangman right below hollywood. all right finally we got <laughs> rooster where do we want to put rooster
1: the i'm kind of torn man Like. I love it, but I just I just love it. I'm yeah. not, like, yeah. fucking obsessed think they with it. I there's a lot
0: of birds, you know? There's a lot of yeah. birds they could have gone with, and, I, you know, rooster. just Well, it's got to sound like Goose. It's right. Like,
4: yeah, yeah. I, would, I prefer like
0: Duck. I prefer Duck.
4: fowl, Duck. Yeah, <laughs> <Foul>.
5: duck.
4: <laughs> 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 yeah. All
1: right.
3: I don't know. I'll let someone and else not, choose not this one. That's
5: the best. Probably towards the middle low. Middle low, for sure. Swan. A Let's
3: go above or below Goose. I'd rather whoa, be called whoa. Rooster than Goose.
5: Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Rooster's bad. I like when they were like, he's always sitting there waiting for his time, but his time never comes, and I was like, oh, that shit's so lit, bro. All right, that actually is pretty <laughs> That's a That's cool. cool Bucky Cole. You want <laughs> wow. to be over? <laughs> Number one. I <laughs> will
3: <laughs> right, we'll put him right above dear old dad. At, I love it. There you go. It turns out, ladies and gentlemen, the top five did not change. We got, oh, no, we did change. I'm sorry. Number yep. one, Iceman. Number two, Viper. Number three, Warlock number four maverick and number five sundown followed by hollywood hangman cyclone payback hammer wolfman and phoenix rounding out the top 10 hell yeah that's dude payback, that's that the coolest list on, but... we have ever had on this show that's pretty <laughs> badass and now back to the plot
5: plot plot
3: plot and d i lost my window where did it go where did it go Dang. uh Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> Oh, we're still in the testing facility, right? So, of course, uh, as Ed yes. Hur- as Hammer pulls up, uh, the plane takes off. And this plane is just super cool, right? They make a lot of mention of fifth-gen fighters, all these things. This looks like a stealth bomber. I'm not quite sure yeah. what it's set up This for. is like
0: the PS5 of planes. Yep. You know? yep. It's
3: so cool. And, of course, Maverick takes it up, Easier hits Mach get. 9, blows right past is- that, uh, and then approaches Mach 10 as Ed, as Ed Harris watches. Uh, and then he hits a Mach 10. On. So this scene, you're speeding through it. Yeah, and it's the yeah, best scene. I, I it's one of be the like, best scenes
5: of the movie.
1: This is one of the greatest movie openings of all fucking time. And there's so much about it that's cool because him taking off when the dude pulls up and he like gets out of the car and then the, the plane <gasps> the flies over. Was the fucking top that, off. So, was practical. In shot, right?
0: Practical in one take because they yeah. didn't mean for the that building, for that like, to, for to that collapse, building, for the fucking, roof to fall up. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, so I they, guess that's the shot. That's it, yeah. And, and like, was, just watching that scene, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I believe everybody. I believe Ed Harris. Would just sit there and just stand and, like, not not flinch at all through that. That (laughs) was was, incredible.
3: That was badass that he did that. I did not realize that was practical. I was like, oh, that's one of the CG things that they must Mm. have done, right? That was Mm. insane.
1: Um, but yeah, that being followed up with the most, like they just start this movie off with the most anime shit ever and you think, oh, it can't get better than this. And then it does. But like, it literally defining the rules that we need of Okay, Mach 9's on the calendar. That's what he has to hit. And immediately like, no, no, no. Nine's not going to be good enough. We need you to go to 10. And then the guy's like, no, no, no. Don't go above 10, though. I know you. Don't yeah. go above 10. They just set it up so perfectly for Tom Fucking Cruise to just do his thing and wow us all. Like, I believe in magic oh. when I watch this
0: scene. <laughs> so he goes, cool. I and know also- that
5: face. And he goes, This is the only face I got. And it's like, oh, he's gonna do something. He's gonna do something. And then the way love- that
0: this also like calls back to the original movie in like a very like tasteful way, like it's not corny where Again, we're starting out like showing off who Maverick is and him being like maximum Maverick, like with his ego and him going over Mach 10. But also in that he's doing this for somebody else. He's doing it for all these people so that team. they don't have to work at Starbucks, right? Well, he's, he's uh, doing to, it for to pilots,
3: to right? Like that's the yeah. thing too is he's proving to the, the military that pilots still need to be there. And that's an underlying theme as well.
0: Exactly. But and then, yeah, just like in the first one, he's saving uh, Cougar's life. But also he's showing off all he doesn't, and he gets in trouble. But he's—it's just so good. He's so good. Uh, and and also just the cinematography,
4: like yeah, that, yeah. the those shots, um, showing massive skyscape, and it's yes. just this little tiny ship making that big kind of curve. Like uh, oh, it's just so good, dude. I
3: also love the the meta. Like they don't really call attention to it, but when he needs to go a little bit faster, he just pitches the plane downward to like let gravity take him just a little bit faster and they just have him like that little that little bit of like that beautiful shot of just him just kind of pushing it he's like oh, push it just a little bit and then everything goes nuts all at once yeah. it's beep, 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 beep. and then the whole screen just goes dark for for the comm center for like HQ incredible oh also
0: incredible. what <laughs> is the name what is the name of this place cuz a super badass name yes Blackstar. Blackstar. To take Star. and
5: when they say that it's like oh this oh, is badass
0: yeah. bro and yeah. that reminds- final
5: scene when it blew up like People in the audience were wowed. They were like, oh, like you could see it and you were blown away by how beautiful Dude, that chat was. No, straight up, I mean, it, it was like just watching
1: Last Jedi for the first time. And when there's the the moment where they do the the, the the cuts through it, yes. the starter story thing, it was like movie. that. And I yeah. did not expect that from a fucking Top Gun movie. But literally, it is like, take your breath away. Like, we didn't need the song because they just fucking did the action. Yes. Like, it That's- was so powerful. And, like, the score behind it was just so, like, it felt like the ultimate sacrifice end of a movie moment. But they're just like, no, nah, man, we're going into this. And when it builds up and you see him going faster and faster, and then you have the it cuts to the guy, and he's like he's the
3: fastest man alive <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, Fuck <laughs> yes he is so, so he is. cheesy and perfect it's God perfect I'm um
3: a lot of the shots here reminded me of uh bats you'll remember this the, the the movie that uh what's his butt did after la la land first man i think it was what it's called where he played Neil oh and he
0: yeah with yeah yeah
3: and he just had it had a lot of that same like just shots of the horizon shots of like the the stratosphere like because i think that was about him flying higher or whatever but this was beautiful sequence of course it ends with uh all the screens going black and then uh we see someone walk down a road and maverick walks
0: into a random diner uh it in, was in called no- cecil's diner named after Kevin is, yeah, is movie Fun fact, i love that uh i also want to i want to shout out to the fact that uh
3: whatever this plane was and i'm sure it's a real plane uh reminds me a lot of there used to be an old uh, supersonic a uh, spy plane called the SR seventy one that used to be stationed out at March Air Force Base in Riverside where I grew up. And I used to my dad took me out to the it a bunch of times. Looked very much like this. Very, 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 very long, just all engine. Uh and I think one of the Transformers was a was a, a Blackbird. Um one star of the, the fact uh, what's that? Was it Starscream? Uh, it might've been no, no, no. Starscream was a, was a, I think he was an F 14. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was an F- Sorry, He was an F something. The yeah, SR 71 right. was like, this is it's called, it was called the blackbird. It was just this crazy oh. ass. Like, oh, it was the old jet storm jet storm. That's what it was. Yeah. Jet Remember fire yeah. super sorry. cool. i am being anyway. This me. plane looks <laughs> like it's a, it's a spiritual that. <laughs> uh, Maverick walks in, uh, points at a glass of water, and then asks, Where are we? And this little kid at the bar just a great little performance here goes, Earth. Amazing. And everybody laughs. Everybody yeah. laugh. Kind of bad. cheesy, but well, no, allow But that's the so thing. Good. Yeah,
5: no way.
1: This movie, like, it knows it's cheesy, and it has to be cheesy to succeed, and I, I feel like the, the cheesiness combined with the endearing moments of, like, him reaching out for the
3: water, like, it it's believable cheesability, you know, and I'm here for it. Me too. Uh, of course, this does not go over well with Admiral Hammer. Who is uh, like, listen, man, I would end your career right now. You're, you've been saved by Iceman over and over again, but this, I would end your career. If not for the fact that we need you one last time, we got an operation going over on, I think they call it like North Island or something like that. They it had down. a cool yep. code name for it. And he's like, he's like, I hate to do this, but you got to go back to top gun. And Maverick's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, of course, we saw the original uh, Maverick motorcycle as he was driving to break Mach 9. And this time, he gets an updated version of the uh, the, the, the Kawasaki that he drove, the Ninja that he drove, uh, which is just badass. And he's driving once again over in Miramar,
0: San Diego. That's in California, in an, Tim. In an updated version of the theme, too. Of the top That's right. <laughs> which, yeah. which, if you want to, let's talk about the music in
3: this. Because I'm, I'm of two minds on this. Mm-hmm. I love hearing the theme. I love the first time use of danger zone. But mm-hmm. what I miss is the other 15 times they should have used danger zone in this. And I right. didn't do that. And it's missing one person in particular that I feel like instead of, I mean, this is no disrespect to lady Gaga. I love her work very much. Uh, enjoyed watching the documentary super bowl performance a few years back. Mm-hmm. One of the best I've ever seen in my entire life. Very sure. much admire her. But if I had to pick between lady Gaga, who is obviously a very very still very relevant incredibly high level working musician today or Kenny Loggins who I have to assume is playing uh fairs around the country mm-hmm. I would have picked k why did they A-Log. not get an original song from k in this yeah beyond very beyond me. yeah like That's do you even comedy. know your audience Tom Cruise Jesus
4: Christ. I think they hit their quota for danger zone though in the last movie <laughs> <laughs> they went overboard yeah yeah they might have gone over there, a there was a couple
5: moments like you bring that up Nick like
4: when they're at the bar right the first scene and
5: hangman goes to the jukebox could have been a great moment for danger zone but they yep. didn't play danger zone you thought it was coming and then it didn't and then because you know,
0: the, is is danger zone a song in the universe of top no, Gun? but great
3: balls of fire is great balls is about, of fire yeah, is yeah, yeah 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 we're about to get to that because of course he goes to the hard deck which is the ba- the Great coolest name. name for a bar ever. Yeah. And honestly, this bar looks like it's a real bar. And I hope it's a real bar. And I hope they made that bar after Top Gun. And it was inspired by Top Gun. But of course, that bar is run by none other than Admiral's Daughter. Oh, actually, I think he reports to uh, to a Cyclone first. And Cyclone's like, I don't want you here. But whatever, we'll get to okay. that in a second. Admiral's yeah, yeah. Daughter, uh, Penny Benjamin. Which was a random one-off reference in the first movie that was never intended to be a fleshed-out character. But I'm glad someone pitched jennifer connelly on this so hard they got her in this movie and i'm so glad they did because she is awesome uh do i believe that she runs this bar no no (laughs) but it doesn't matter so this is interesting
1: Cause uh, when I, when I watched it the first time and I was just kind of like, I don't know who this is. And it, I'm right there with you, Matt, where it felt like we're supposed to know who she is. And I thought that that was weird, but Nick leaned over to me last night. I was just like, yo, that's it's the Admiral from the first one. And I was like, Oh, okay. I do remember that offhanded, whatever comment. um And I'm right there with y'all. This is like not the best part of the movie, but I do think that Jennifer Connelly is an inspired choice for the actress. Like just, she represents that era so well, even though she wasn't in the first movie, like it, it works and like it it has that kind of reverence for the 80s in a way that
3: i think is is pretty cool she definitely elevates the movie i just wonder if she elevates it a little too much because i almost feel like the scene she's in she's like you guys got jennifer connelly for this it's kind of crazy sorry mike you had your hand up. oh
5: see i'm on the opposite side of all of you i actually really liked this love interest and i i I could feel i like the flirtations nation Uh, nature that they both had I think you could feel the vibes the flirting and I like the story that we got of of course Maverick and who he's been and what he's done and kind of the backstory with her and their relationship of like you were here with me then you had to leave and go on to the next one and the next one right and then kind of rooster looking at him of like you know you are Maverick you have no one you don't have a family you don't have a wife right and then like I liked their relationship building up to Tom Cruise looking at her going I'm gonna stay, I'm here, right? And then, yeah. of course, he gets the moment where it's like, I'm go. going out again, like, I gotta yeah. go, you know? But, like, I actually really liked this love interest. I think it built up. It wasn't as good, of course, as the line of, it's gonna get complicated, right. but it was still very good. I-, I actually am on the opposite side. I liked these two together.
4: Um, of I enjoyed it, too, especially, you- like, the same moment with the callback that we had just seen of, like, don't make that face, and, like, so you know, That's like, he's, he's smiling, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> but uh, you could just tell that this is an old flame that she doesn't want to recommit to because she's had her heart broken before. I'm with Mike. I, kind of, I liked it more than I didn't for sure.
0: Um, I think I... for, for, for this, like it, for me, it was just built on like this foundation of a lie to me of like, I don't know who this is. Like you, you just said one line. This wasn't a real character. And I think J con like gives a solid performance all around. But God. but but it it's just always in the back of my head where I'm like I don't know you and then this opening scene where they talk to her Andy like she's acting and I think maybe like the Applebee's commercials that have been running during the playoffs <laughs> to really mess with me where this this place feels like an Applebee's with it this does. crowd and you know and then, why because
3: of the way it was lit that was yes. that was the only that was a kind of a thing that took me out of it was she's lit so perfectly in this that yeah. like if you remember. That like the bar he goes into when he first meets Kelly McGillis, it's like darker, it's kind of mm-hmm. seedier. It's got there's no there's like a haze in the environment because people are smoking butts back then. And this one, she really does look like she's about to sell you a blooming onion or whatever yeah. they sell at, at Applebee's. It kind of comes off like 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 Top Gun light a little bit.
4: Um, we, not we need I mean smoke. Again, we need people ripping heaters. Need smoke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll yeah, say it right now. it's a different age. There's
3: do one shot of someone sweating in this movie. Yeah, okay, Contrast let, that. Let, no, no, sweat? not enough. I mean,
0: sweat. Not We're, enough sweat. there's one, I feel like there's one scene that's got all the sweat. Makes up We're for all of it. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you sweating
5: bullets <laughs> at one point. But, but yeah, we... the
0: way that she talks to him, too, is like it's just like uh, Ed Helms in the office in Threat Level Midnight, where he's playing the generic bartender of like, hey, my old buddy, what's got you down type of thing. And yeah, it, it felt like that instead of you know, like an old flame that he actually knew. Like, I was like, are they tricking me? Who? It's, who is this
3: person? It's it's one of those where, like, again, I wish it had been just a friendship relationship. Mm-hmm. It's also really, really, really hard to write that backstory where there was none and have the two characters who probably don't know each other very well in real life, like, have that camaraderie. That's why, like, specifically when you have a cast of people that you want to become, like, famously, when they shot Goonies, right, uh, uh, Richard Donner had all the kids, like, hang out and live together for, like, a month in a motel and party so that they had that that feeling of like we are actually have bonded as friends and have history together. This one felt like this might've been the first time they had met during this scene. Maybe they had talked a couple times before that and the dialogue didn't help too much. I almost wish it had been like, oh, I remember you from a long time ago, but we didn't really know each other. But I don't know. Yeah. It's, I think you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, because I think they were like, well, let's put, a, let's try to put as much heart in this as possible, and have this person be a real person, like a real character, as opposed to to a lot of the other '80s um, love interests that are just kind of placeholder there for, for 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 the the protagonist. Um, I skipped the scene though; it's an important scene where John Hamm's like, "Hey, here's the mission: we have this uranium plant in this nondescript enemy country, so that yep. this movie can play yep. everywhere." Yep. In the world and not piss off the russians or the chinese or the any of the people that we may or may not have beef with these days
0: i would Uh, have liked if they would have like retconned uh the first one and they just make up a country they're just like (laughs) they just just a brand new country and they're evil and that's all you got to know the same people from the first one they
3: might as well because they just refer to our enemy as our enemy uh and they refer to the fighter pilots or or they don't even say the name of jets in this that the enemies Mm -hmm. are flying they just call them fifth gen fighters so as not to piss which is off somehow anyone. cooler though like that's, yeah, I, cooler. that's the
1: anime shit that andy's mm-hmm. talking about where I'm like Holy fuck yeah man and yeah this scene and is so dope. rad they look fucking they look cool like you can just visually tell that those are better and doper and more powerful but They're just se- the oh. setup of the the dual mountain ranges as like the the trench run we're doing where it's like cool there's the zigzag that leads into mm-hmm. the two inclines and yes. we need both shots to get perfectly and I'm like Y'all have sold me. Thank you. Like it, this is it's where the ridiculous. Fast Five stuff comes into this, where it's like it is the perfect heist, where it's like there's one thing they need to do that the whole movie is centered around. So we are getting used to all the different elements. So by the time they actually do the course at the end, you're everything know that they the do, stakes. you know exactly yeah, yes, what they're doing. You know exactly what the stakes uh, are. It's fucking great.
5: And uh, a great, great line as well. Ways like he's like, you know, Cyclone here finished top of his class in '88. He's Top Gun. And he's like, just so you know. I came in second. set an
3: expectation. Yeah, he's like, I just but want to dude, set. Like, nope, expectations. He's like, Maverick was first. Like, just so you know, I love that line. I Just want to set expectations. I also love the line with. Uh, I think he has a great rapport with Warlock, who you can tell they're like oh, they're all like old friends. Where he's like, I was uh, I was very surprised to be invited back, and where like goes, They're called orders. They're called <laughs> <laughs> it was an invitation. So good. Uh these guys these guys shared the screen together. It's great. Uh, of course they ask him like, what would you do? He says, I'd do two pairs of fighter jets. You gotta have we have to go old school on this because they have to be able to fly below a certain they have to basically be able to fly hundred feet above the air, and uh next gen jets can't do that. But the old F eighteen Hornets can. Uh so what I would do is grab a bunch of Hornet pilots, train them up how to do this trench run, and then uh one shoots like blows a hornet in this thing and the other person throws a freaking photon torpedo down this this gullet and he has to turn off his guidance uh, Mm -hmm. and just use the force as well uh miracle number one miracle number two is what we'll call these and maverick's like i can do it he goes we you misunderstood me we don't want you to do it maverick we want you to train the younger better versions of you to do it you're going back to top gun of course he goes to the bar and that's where well, the, the big problem here, of You're course, is like the Jump um, Street.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought the same 23 thing. 23 <laughs> Jump Street. Wait, that's <laughs> not
3: right. Uh, of course, the the big con- land of contention here is one of the best pilots in the world of, is is Goose's son, uh, Bradley Rooster Bradshaw. And Maverick's like, oh, no, I got to watch this kid out because I promised his mom I wouldn't let him uh, be in any danger. Anyway, fast forward to the bar. Maverick can't pay his tab. And so Hangman played by, I forget the actor's name that plays Hangman. Uh, Glenn and Powell, and I think. Glenn Powell. Powell. We I love, love him. Glenn Love Paul this Watson. Guy. We meet That's the whole cast. That's a superstar cast.
5: in the making right now. Yes. That's gonna be
3: Absolutely. We meet the whole cast, of course. We meet all, all of the the call signs of the the, the new hot, young, hot shot pilots. Uh, we got the Hangmans. We got the Paybacks. We got the uh, Fanboys, Bobs, Coyote, Phoenix. All of these people have come, and they have no idea what they're there for. Uh, uh, Phoenix has the great line after Brewster kind of comes in. And you feel like they're friends, but maybe they were at more mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, yes, we're, yes. We're, they had that little playback in
5: A like, of oh, Maybe they forth. were banging, you know what I mean? Hop yes. You never know. You never know. Bob.
0: Bob, Bob has the great intro here that, oh where he, he like spills the drink on him. So he's, they're like, when did you get here? He's like, I've been here the whole time. Like little,
3: and she goes, oh, he's a stealth pilot. He's yeah. a stealth pilot. So <laughs> and then, and then, then he
0: says, no, I actually do this. And like, 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 it's, it. it's perfect.
3: Uh, she, of course, has the banger line where she's like, what the hell are we doing here? Like, we're the best of the best. Who are they going to get to teach us? Wow. Uh, and then Maverick's watching this whole thing happen. And he gets thrown out because he can't pay his tab. And apparently they got a lot of rules in this bar with a small sign. Yeah. And I have to imagine oh, people yeah. are starting fights. I like them. that. I like that. I, like, you know, what gives me anxiety, guys? If we can, if we can pull back the curtain a little bit on old Nick Scarpino. I know. Let's Andy, do it. <laughs> I know that I come off as this cool dude, super well yeah. put together, never loses my shit at all. I would walk into this bar and see the three hundred Navy and Air Force and all these people in there, and the one bartender, and I would go, "Yeah, no, later.
4: No, nope. this is gonna take yeah.
3: me fucking four hours to get a drink. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's not gonna Nick.
4: Happen. Why aren't you wearing? Why? Why aren't you wearing your aviators, by the way? Because uh, yeah.
3: I can't see through them to read.
4: Mm. <laughs> now, can, can
5: we pause really quick because you glossed over of course miles teller showing up who looked incredible right off the rip like he gets out of that out of that truck and it's just like oh man this man is tanned and toned yes. mustache summers all around this y'all. outfit that too that great. he's rocking he incredible. says fuck a flight suit dude i'm in a hawaiian <laughs> t-shirt man yeah. in,
3: in that old school ford bronco like the redone yeah. ford bronco so oh. cool just screams, "I have not a care in the world, and I'm a fighter pilot." Super cool. Anyway, uh, uh, Hangman throws him out, calls him an old man, and then, of course, has that wonderful Maverick moment the next day when they, when uh, Warlock says uh, who the instructor is. Kind of mirrors that the the. Uh, yes. the the gesture moment where he introduces Captain uh, uh, Viper uh, and he's like, Hey, it's, it's going to be Maverick. And the, the look on hangman's face is like, fuck. God, it's I so good. So- it's a Charlie yeah. scene all over yeah. again. It's, it's a Charlie, where it's the he's macking
5: scene. on her, just like hangman throws him out. And then he sees him. He's like, God damn it. You got me. You know, and it's like, Oh, that's so
3: cool uh of course uh mavericks like they're like we're the best of the best what could you possibly train us to do and he's like well we'll see uh i think he has he does the
0: great he does the great thing where he has the manual and he's like this is the manual for for the Mm -hmm. plane everything you need to know is in here throws it in the trash and the enemy knows it too it's so good i was i was just like uh (laughs) he has
3: yeah i love that part and he he follows that up with something where they're like what what could you possibly teach us? And he says something cool, and I can't remember. What it is was, this it was the something. first time where he says, point, "Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going
5: to find your breaking point, and I'm going
3: to take you past it
5: because
0: that's what the enemy can't do because it's the person inside the box." And that's it's like, exactly. what it works.
5: Oh cool. shit, bro, it's, oh, it's the, the man inside the, the
0: box. box. Yeah, yeah, is this was, the first time you. that he says it's not the plane, it's the pilot?
3: That might have been um, might have been here too, but either way, I think that is sort of the ongoing theme of this. We sure. go into our first hop; they don't call it that; they call them a maneuver. Uh, and the first set of planes, I believe, is I think it's Hangman, and I think it's Phoenix and Her-Rio. Um, and they make the bet. They're like, "I want to make this a little bit more interesting, old man. We're gonna smoke your ass. Whoever whoever gets shot down first has to do two hundred pushups." Now, I'll tell you what, this right now, guys, we're a team here. Andy, I go, I Mike, everyone, I die for you guys. Having said that, if you get my ass into a push-up contest like this, I'm not doing them. <laughs> I, didn't right. I didn't agree to this. I didn't agree to this. You didn't radio back to, to, to my house and be like, are you down for that? I'd be like, no, I'm not doing fucking 200 push-ups. Are you kidding me? Forget about that. No, anyway. spread
4: it. I'll spread it over like 48 hours, maybe.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe. That's fair. 50 this is when
5: the fun begins, right here, right now, is the music kicks on, and he's like, good morning, pilots. Welcome to flight school, right? And you're like, oh, shit. And then they're flying right next to each other. And the best scene is the kickoff where he just shoots through the two of them. And, and it's like, oh, it's fucking up. on from this point forward. <laughs> and then you get a five-minute epic scene of just all this, you know? It's so good. incredible. Dude, this
1: whole scene, I think, was done so well where we get the bar scene. And they introduce us to, like, no less than, like, 15 fucking characters at once. And I remember the first time watching it where I was like oh, man, I, there's no way I'm going to care about these characters. Like, And I was fucking wrong by the end of it. And I was wrong because of scenes like this. I think they did such a good job of getting right into the action, but treating the action as character moments, right? Like getting us to to understand the difference between these pilots and how they work as a team, how they aren't perfectly working as a team yet, but they're going to. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit, you just you accomplished what you had to, and what the first one didn't even attempt to do right like the first yeah. one like Mike mm-hmm. was saying it's like yeah we get a couple people named but like that's essentially that's it. it with that's this
0: character yeah
1: there's connections between them all and they all have relationships with each other and relationships with Maverick now and I just think that they did a really good job of uh from one scene to another back to back me going I don't know that I'm gonna care about them To oh I 100 care about all of them and hangman is a fucking asshole He's yeah. a perfect asshole. Oh,
5: he's so good! <laughs> he would have really in so moments. well
0: in the original Top Gun, and I oh, think like that's dude, he, that's he like had, my favorite thing oh, about him. He's like dude.
5: Iceman cranked up to eleven, which I he, really loved. Like yes. the playback between him and Rooster, you feel it like Maverick and Iceman. Mm-hmm. And there's some really fun moments in this, like when they first lose and the kids start taking the selfie. Over him doing push-ups and then Hondo yes. comes back, he's like,
3: Yo having fun with those selfies, weren't you? And it's like, As oh everyone's throwing doing up push-ups. <laughs> Um, of course, uh, the last group to go is Maverick and Rooster, and they get into a what they call a cobra dive. Yeah. Because Maverick decides to just go to do the inverted thing on him. And then oh, that was like so fuck you, nasty. and starts diving. And they're just diving in a cyclone of badassery. Of course, they break the hard deck. Uh cyclone's like, You will not break the hard
4: deck again. Uh what's up, Andy? Just the most anime sequence, Yes. Like like, the cutting back and forth between both people in the cockpit. You need to you need to pull the plane up, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you never cared about me or my father, blah, blah. But you you never care. It just keeps on cutting back. And all I need are like the colored backgrounds with the squiggly lines Yeah, like an anime. This sequence was so perfectly well done while showing the danger involved in everything, because we know 5,000 feet. The theaters? hard deck. 5,000 yeah.
3: feet is the hard deck. 5,000.
4: Yeah. We know. Yeah. 5,000 feet is the hard deck. And they are at 300 feet. <laughs> like, yeah. they are pushing it to the fucking limit until they eventually both decide to pull up. And I just, it, they just, well, they do such a note, great job with sort of managing expectations and making sure that you are going to be really wowed and on the edge of your seat, knowing that how dangerous this all really is. Important note too, Maverick pulls up first which is yeah, He did, right? He did.
3: And that's what's so cool about this is I, I I think, and and that's why I wanted more of this character dynamic is that I like the setup for Rooster. Rooster is basically Iceman from the last movie, right? He's not a dick, but he is calculated and he, but he's not a hothead. He doesn't trust his instincts. He just kind of does, He plays it cool and, and, and keeps it in reserve a little too much. And Maverick, of course, the whole point of him is to teach him how to be, how to just get out of his, That analytical part and just react, right? Don't think, just do is what he keeps telling him to do that. Um, which I like. Uh, Mike, you had your hand up. Yeah, this is our first
5: confrontation between Rooster and Maverick, too, which is really, really cool, right? Because he walks in and Rooster kind of shoots him the look and then looks away, right? But this Mm -hmm. is the first time where it's like, oh, these two are about to square up and talk. And the coolest is the shot of the planes, right? Because the two are going wing to wing and Maverick is behind him and they're like where's Maverick and he's like I'm right fucking here and then he flips on top of Rooster and then like Andy the Andy's yeah. like now we have the fucking square off where these two are in the devil nose dive and it's like this is the epic way to kick off this Dude, relationship right now
3: the shot of from the cockpit Rooster's perspective of Tom Cruise's fucking plane going inverted above him oh, is the is insane the second coolest shot in this whole movie I will say because I will say I'll just say it right now. The first coolest shot, and this is the one that gave me like the feeling of inertia that I so it was so hype that I actually looked at Tim was when top when Tom Cruise takes off in the jet from the carrier. And you're just with him the whole time. And he he has that little
0: stutter to you. Yes, it's It's incredible.
3: Unbelievable. Just unbelievable moment of just pure cinematography on that one. But But again, like
0: talking about like this, this relationship and this dynamic and how they establish it. Like, I think it's so important and so cool. The escalation of before they get in the plane, you know, uh, Maverick is like, hey, Bradley, like he's trying to get his attention and like talk to him beforehand. And he doesn't want any of it because they don't do their talking with their mouths on the ground they do they're yeah. talking with their planes in exactly. the sky
3: with their 80 million dollar planes in the yes skies. um of course Cycl- cyclone does not like this he's like we have a hard deck for reasons for your pilot safety and and tom cruise is like he's like if you want to make any like changes or whatever it was like we, he's like but tom cruise is like well yeah but we have to we have to practice low in our, in our defense. We have to practice this going lower because we're supposed to be like hundred feet off the ground for the op. And he's like, that's not yada, yada, yada. You're out of this. And you got to do a formal thing. If you want to do that, of course, Tom Cruise hands him an envelope right there. That's like, he's like, what is this? He goes, it's a formal request to uh, lower the hard deck to like a thousand feet to which Warlock rolls his eyes. And as they're walking out, he goes, we got to have a conversation about your timing. That was <laughs> it's so on. good. Yep. Uh, we get some back and forth here of the pilots realizing that uh, Bradshaw is of course, Goose uh, Goose's son who used to fly with Matt. Maverick, we have a little uh, confrontation there. Hangman's just being a dick to get in his head. Hangman, there, of course. I,
1: I don't know when this happens, but at some point, uh, someone looks at Hangman and is just like, you look good. He's like, oh, I am good. Very good. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. I'm so, so badass.
5: Said, too, <laughs> that was
3: so good, bro. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Um, during the training, whole whole sequence, Maverick reunites with Penny. She tells him, no, we're not going to we're not gonna go back down this road again, leaves him at the door. Uh, at one point, we're skipping kind of ahead here because uh, I'm reading off the Wikipedia here, and they don't really have too much here. But uh, at one point, uh, she takes him sailing. I thought this part was fucking great, yeah. where she's crushing it on the water, and she's like, what, you're not comfortable Just, with boats? You're in the Navy. Yeah, you're in the Navy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, dude, I don't like boats at all. I fly <laughs> planes at
1: this, which is hilarious. This, this um, whole thing is the stuff that I was like, I think I could have cut it. But didn't need it. Didn't it wasn't need it, right. again. Nothing was horrible about yeah. it. I just think that how high and amazing the rest of the movie is. Like this is the relationship stuff. I'm like, yeah, ah,
3: it doesn't do it for me. You're right. And we talked about this a little when you were moving your car. That was that was a big point of contention for me too. Now, point of contention is a strong word. Didn't need this. Would have liked to have seen the time spent with these two with miles teller and mm-hmm. tom cruise i think they had i'm I much more interested in their dynamic than this dynamic but seeing mm-hmm. jennifer connelly on screen and, and acting is always awesome so who cares mm-hmm. um the daughter stuff eh, whatever um they end up we'll skip ahead they end up banging eventually because she's like you know i'm gonna leave that door open and mike when jennifer connelly leaves the door open for you, come Bar, on. you gotta walk i away. mean look mm-hmm. I'm gonna great, secret, that, come so on. great oh, sequence great hey. sequence fantastic that's the thing is like I,
1: I i can talk all the shit that i want but when she leaves that door open i'm like oh. this is awesome and, then- and all dialogue there i thought was so good yeah. like the talking about Meg ryan's character like all of this was just like perfect top gun lore
3: yeah, oh, we get the, back, I, I we get the backstory that. for uh why he's mad at him because Tom Cruise held him back from flight school or mm-hmm. whatever it was and set him back four years, which didn't doesn't seem to me like something you would be that pissed off about. But whatever, I guess he was pissed off about
1: that. I like that, and I I prefer that over him being just mad about his dad dying because yeah. I think yeah. that's a, that's a little trite and like fair. whatever. Fair. I I thought that this was a good enough reason, and I think that it was it became a great reason when the Meg Ryan factor gets involved and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna take I'm gonna be the Dark Knight here. yeah Like, I'm not going to let her take the credit for it. Which I love,
5: yeah, we talked about it earlier with Nick of, like, I like when he makes a commitment to her of, like, I'm not not going out the window anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here to stay. And then, of course, we have the little flashback. But he falls down. And then she makes him go out the window. With the daughter, right? And she's like, just don't break her heart again. Because, you know, they got
0: history, right? Like, that's what's leading
5: up to this moment. I like that a lot. I felt it. It
0: it's it's a great moment, but it's so strange, too, because it's so comedic for him to have to go out the window again and then falling and then her being there. And then the audience is like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, she she's really, you know, sad about this and doesn't want him to hurt her mom. When the jacket first fell, I thought it was him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it looked
4: like, over. Yeah, it, looks like a, it looked like a weird like dummy that fell down. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of threw
3: um, me off. We go next to the next hop. Uh, they're now practicing the uh, the trench run and all that stuff. We get a lot of uh, roosters just too slow. He's too slow. We got multiple times where people have to we have to get through this canyon in two minutes and thirty seconds or else. First off, here's the setup. We should we should talk about it if people haven't seen this movie yes. and
0: are just watching this for some. Dumb <laughs> instead of watching the movie. As a as a listener, I've done this before. I've done this, <laughs> this with a this, lot of, this, of the
3: setup of this is. Is they have to go through a trench that has a lot of, it's a windy trench, think trench run, but if the trench run wasn't just a straight line, think yeah. of it if it was like a windy canyon that you have they to fly can. 100 feet off the ground with. If you go above 100 feet, there are missile turrets that will mm-hmm. lock onto Deploy you with radar and shoot you down. Once you get over that, you have to fly up the side of a mountain slash volcano or whatever the head is, invert. Go back down the other way. Flip the plane back this in. This movie, guys. This is, this
0: is like when, when you're not writing a movie anymore, you're level design. Or yeah. you're like designing a roller coaster. And they make a great roller coaster.
3: One pilot, the, the guy in the back has to, or I guess the guy in the front of the back, has to use the laser to get, and they keep saying dead eye, which is the coolest thing with like dead stick, dead eye, they can't figure out what's going on. So to laze the target, so that one person can drop a bomb blow a hole and then a the second group of people launches a missile into the hole and blows up the uranium facility that's underground, that's gonna be a national threat to everyone. Nick, then- You just laze the target. That the then, target. <laughs> of course, made Sorry. popular by In the Army Now, starring uh, Polly Shore, of course, and David Allen mm-hmm. Uh Fantastic movie. Uh, sure? Then they have to pull nine Gs To go up the side of the canyon, which is enough to put your skull through the back of your head or whatever it is, uh, to which most people would just pass out. Uh, And then once they get over there, then the fun starts because then they are going to be on radar, and the the missiles are going to start shooting at you, and they have to do that cool thing where they 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 put out the chaff, which you know the cool little flares, flares. badass. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once that happens, all in
5: under two and a half minutes
3: because the fifth generation fighters will launch if the second they see anything below the second they blow up the base they're going to start launching fighters at them uh or there's fighters in the area that are going to come over there and that they're going to come kill them because they can't the f-18s the old 1970s 80s f-18s are no match for fifth generation fighters it's so so
1: fun it's so cool and i love the animations like i love the way that they show how the canyon is and it's like if you get out of the canyon yes there's the sams they're gonna get you and i'm like fuck that is so cool
3: yeah that's the other part of this like oh go ahead do you know what sam stands for uh i
1: I knew it now i don't surface to air missile. yes yeah Yeah, oh yeah so tight
3: yeah incredible matt What were we gonna say totally forgot fantastic (laughs) It's,
5: it's a really lit sequence right here right when he shows it all to him and then they go out for the big testing day and like now we get to see all the pilots and what do they really got right because we see the arrogant hangman who's like yo i'm riding like my life depends on it keep up you know what i mean and then yeah. i like the really powerful moments of when coyote slows down right and then phoenix has to adjust and fly out of there he's like why did you die and he's like not you you what are you gonna tell his family right mm-hmm. and she and he's like point. i don't know and then the same he goes to phoenix like what are you gonna tell his family and he looks at bob and it's like oh shit he knows that because of goose you
3: know mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. enough uh we do have a back and forth here We're about about with maverick and and goose at some point where he's like you know you would know about losing your wing or you know your co-pilot and stuff like that he goes well if you fly long enough that's gonna happen he goes you would know uh which is a good scene i think uh and then we have the scene where where they're they're practicing the last person to practice but i think it's payback i'm not quite sure which which of the pilots it was uh passes out and they have a name for it they call it like um
0: g-lock 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 yeah
3: He passes out uh, because of the, because of the, and I love that the perspective shot where the world just goes.
0: yeah Dark
3: for a second. They, uh, they
0: do that so well. And then I, the thing that I was going to say before is like, we talk about just the portrayal of like all the aerial footage is incredible. But again, like all the diagrams, like all of the, the digital representation of what's happening is also really cool. And like aesthetically amazing. And then this too, with the, the vignetting and it's closing in like through their vision is, is so much fun. Well, they I've
1: do been. a good job with it too because the vignetting only works because the amount of time we spend so close in on yeah. face shots where we see the cockpit mm-hmm. and we see the backgrounds around and like the difference between when
3: they're blacking out versus you see like the canyon around there. Yeah, them or you get to see it's how very wide cool. it
0: is. Yes.
3: Um, and I love, by the way, that they have a meta commentary for like all that all that stuff where he's like, Jesus Christ, this radar is so old. And you remember <laughs> in the first one, the way you saw all the planes coming toward each other was just blips on radar because that's all they could do back then. And they have that moment where they kind of it kind of looks like that. And then the mission control person, comes over the comments like all right we're switching to satellite or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And it's like it's like badass like 4k yeah. after effects mm-hmm. graphics as they're coming through super cool also just want to give a shout out before i forget of the fucking missiles they launched from the carrier that just nuke the oh uh, yeah that was incredible. jeez, what oh, a cool geez. shot
0: but um, then also yeah the really cool thing that they do here too when payback is passed out and he's falling is uh maverick does the missile lock so it'll yeah. play the signal yes to, the, the to, he's up. like get that we gotta get the tone it's uh, and
3: thankfully, Payback pulls up, uh, wakes up and pulls out last minute before dying. Uh, but Cyclone's had enough. He's like, this is enough. This is, we're not doing this anymore. Now we're going in. We're going to do this way more straightforward. Uh, Mike. Well, this is the moment, actually, right after the G-lock, right? We feel
5: that t- intensity of, oh, we're about to lose somebody. And then Maverick and Phoenix level out. And we get the kind of all the dust come up. And it knocks out the Phoenix's birds. airplane right oh, there, right? right?
2: That's and right. so that's the, the moment engine. where
5: Phoenix and Bob... Have a moment where it's like, oh, they're gonna die right now. Like it's going down here, oh, that's and she's right. trying to extinguish all of the all the jets on the back, and she's getting it up in the air, and he's yelling, "You got to fucking eject he just out just says of punch that!" Out, punch and, out, and they yeah. punch out, which was super badass. But that was mm-hmm. a really intense scene from going G lock right there, about to lose payback into those two, kept you on your toes for a couple of minutes, there. dude. And honestly,
4: think- go for it, Andy. I was gonna say, and I think it does a really good job of showing sort of plain technology to mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. who. Like us, that you know, like when she's extinguishing all these fires, like oh, I hadn't even considered that to be a mechanic that these uh, jets would even have. So I thought that sequence did a really good job of showing cool. how what sort of measures are are in place in case they fucking birds fly into the jet into the, <laughs> the engines.
3: You know. Well, what's funny is the way they extinguish it is just by turning off. She just flicks a knob, and one of the engines goes out. And then she tries to flick it back on. And it's always funny whenever you see those little metal knobs that look like you buy them at a radio shack. And you see that in like a $100 million playing. You're like, man, they're just like us. Um, just like a, I also I,
1: to, to uh, go off of what Mike was saying here I think they did such a perfect job and what makes this movie special is they they know what they have and I think that they play with it so well in terms of new stuff versus Legacy stuff but the tension and excitement being the the through line but the seeing the first movie especially so recently like the moment where goose dies it comes out of nowhere and it it, it hits you so hard but it feels real all of a sudden it grounds this like larger than life kind of fantasy thing and it's just like no, no no this is these are real people doing these things and I think that having the back to back of him and G-Lock combined with the bird scare and all that but then no one actually dying I think is such a great call like this movie had so much fun with being able to give us all those emotional feelings intense moments of like the almost deaths and there's many more to come but the fact that the the only deaths in this movie are not from people actually dying in the planes I thought was an inspired choice for this type mm-hmm. of legacy sequel that could have so easily done the traditional and then maverick dies and mm-hmm. rooster dies like so many different things could have happened and I, i'm so happy they did it this way instead
3: uh uh we we land and cyclone's like listen this is just too crazy there's th- these we're gonna go way more straightforward with this and maverick's like if you do that people are gonna die they're not coming back right and he goes the and and i have i love this back and forth where cyclone's like they're gonna get to the target and they're gonna destroy the target and maverick goes like and come home and right? return and, and yeah. that's that yeah. should be a hundred percent part of what people need to do. And he's like, no, no, no. no. And he goes, the, he's like these, they have no confidence they can do this. Right. And so he goes over to Penny and he's like, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm I'm losing confidence. And Penny's like, you know what to do. You got to, he's like these, these pilots don't know this is possible yet. You got to show them it's possible. And so as they're being briefed in the, in like the comm set or whatever it is, they get, what's up Mike.
5: Okay. You're missing a couple of yeah. pieces. There, but okay. You are building up the hype. Because after Cyclone tells him, yo, you need to check yourself, he has the moment where he's like, man, I'm down. And you get this powerful fucking scene where you can feel it. Right. Cause we get it twice where Iceman texts. Mm-hmm. Maverick, oh, right. and he I'm says, sorry. I forgot. Hey, about yep. what's up? And he goes, that's who, "Not that's who the time, him. Bro. And that's he goes, who tells him. you need to make them understand. Right. And like, you see it, it just says ice across there. It's not initials. It's ice. That's so how cool. badass <laughs> this
4: man is on a text message. In case bro. of emergency. <laughs> yeah.
5: And so you get this buildup of like, Oh shit. Like this is insane. Right. And so, from there, then of course, we have the bar scene where we're gonna make everybody become friends and we're gonna play
3: football shirtless. Well, that's 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 after this. So the first one is he goes to Ice and Ice is like, yes. you gotta show him, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and this, and this, is, and this is a great Kilmer.
0: scene too. Yeah, shout out to Val oh, Kilmer's yeah, yeah, yeah. performance, but also like writing because like, obviously the limitations of Val Kilmer not being able to speak and everything. I think they do it in a great way with, you know, him typing on the computer. And again, it's like the writing, the word choice. There's so many great moments, wow. right? There's a couple of great moments where he doesn't have to retype anything. He, you know, he like Tom 10. Cruise just does a great job. And he like just points go. and he just says good it again. It's like so go. good. Of
3: course, the scene ends with him actually asking. He's like, before you go, I got to know who's the better pilot. And Tom Cruise, great, great line. Really? Like, We're having such a nice moment. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, let's not ruin this. Let's not ruin this. Uh, so flash forward, all the kids, are, they're giving him the new briefing. And it comes over the loudspeaker. Hey, everyone, someone stole an F-18. It is doing this trench run right now. And Maverick just does it. And he show, he locks on. He drops the the bombs. Blows up the little crate target they got there. We, pulls up and makes miss, it out of the
0: crater. So at this point, we also have Iceman's funeral too. Yeah, that's so. He, he so gets Iceman dies. He gets kicked this. out, yeah, and that's why out. he he's like I like I gotta show him. So I am gonna show them and, and prove that this can be done, and hopefully that'll get me back as the teacher. We'll and even less and uh, it. actually, hopefully
3: it'll prove that it'll, it can be done yes. so they won't you know sacrifice some pilots for this oh. uh but of course it backfires on him because he's like hey man we're going and guess what you're actually flying now you're the only person i know can actually do this and you got to lead this team which is probably mm-hmm. what we should have done to begin that, with of, and I was course, like, Fuck. of course i just lied to penny benjamin i told her i was not <laughs> i was never gonna do this again and i gotta go over and tell her what's up and he does and she gets
1: dude it. i love the lines though uh with john ham where he's just like, "Hey." like either everyone dies or I'm putting my job on the line and like the whole, it's a rhetorical question. Like it's just perfect, cheesy, corny buildup to get us where we need to go.
3: And I, and then we got there and it was good. Oh my God, yeah. Another banger from Warlock where he's like this. Maverick, I believe That's- the Admiral was was asking a rhetorical question. <laughs> Mike, this, what's up?
5: This is what I talked with Andy last night about of like just how badass Tom Cruise is as an actor, right? And like everybody in the comments will talk about Tom Cruise as a person Some other day let's talk about him inside the goddamn fucking cockpit because Andy brought up of like you just see it you can hear his grunts you can see him moving like this dude is the baddest bro like he does all these stunts and like puts his body on the line and like you're watching that trench run and this man is grunting he's working you can see the sweat on his face it's like this is some of the coolest stuff around nobody else is doing it like this guy.
4: Yeah, th- this whole trench run sequence, I think, is some of the most thrilling stuff I've ever seen in a movie theater, and it's it, it, but We've seen it diagrammed. We 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 know kind of what he's doing, and we know what the plan is. But like, I am so glad that I, you know, I'm so glad that I'm kind of just like a dumb little movie viewer where I just didn't expect this to happen. Mm-hmm. No. And when we keep when we keep on hearing. People telling um, Tom Cruise that you need to show them. I didn't think he was going. I don't think he, he meant by that. I thought like get the team together, show them that it's possible, teach right. them. But like, I was not expecting Tom Cruise to suddenly. You you hear like the what? Is there's there's like a did you get clearance to be up there? What the hell's going on? And then that, that's when I knew like this movie is the greatest thing ever. Where he is pulling it off, and and it's it's cheesy in moments where it's people in the classroom like standing up like everybody's doing the gamer lean right like it's like leo's
0: like, like fighting morpheus it's like yeah, everybody's it's exactly
4: like him. yo everybody's standing him. up and kind of like holy shit!" he's about to do this and again getting all those shots with tom cruise in the cockpit hearing his efforts and his breaths <laughs> and like it's him doing all the turns and everything. like, God damn, this is some of the best shit I've ever seen on screen. So this, cool.
1: this was the moment. So Kevin had seen the movie before I did. So he was watching his second time on my first time. And this was the moment as he's doing this trench run that I looked over and I'm like, okay, this is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. And he looked at me, he goes, Tim, there's so much left.
2: Just you and wait, when yeah. he
1: said that, I, I literally was thinking, I was like, all right, cool, there's more, but there's no way that they can like up it from how perfect this
3: scene is and- they managed to they really did and uh i gotta say like that happens and they start gelling as a team and he's like i got one more day left or however many long we got before this operation happens we could either fly more planes or we could go play beach football which they call dog te- fight football dog fight yep. football oh, two offense. playing offense and defense at the same time just like a dog fight uh and, and everyone I'll, I'll just say this. has to be shirtless
0: yeah, I'm so except, glad they- except Bob, wow. which I love that detail yeah. so much. It's it's the like all the different cuts of all of these beautiful people glistening, sweaty, shirtless, playing, you know, dogfight football. And I think it's the very last shot of the montage as like Bob catching a pass with his shirt on. Only one.
4: Were they born? Born in labs. Now it's time to ring those eyes.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rank Those Abs, a podcast. Within a podcast right now, the top ads we have on this list, abs, excuse me, Rick Rostovich coming in at number one as Slider, Tom Cruise, number two, Maverick from the first film, and Val Kilmer coming in in at number three. Ladies and gentlemen. Andy Cortez, what do you got?
4: Miles Teller
3: looked unbelievable.
0: Incredible.
3: incredible. I'll be honest
0: i couldn't see i didn't know whose abs were who okay like it it was just so fast to me i was just seeing abs i was like i was like oh like i I was trying to see the abs and
4: trying to understand like i hope they explain what the fuck they're doing with this game because like i've never seen this. They're like, what the fuck's going on on this beach with these two footballs it, going at the same time? I'm so glad they had an explanation for it. Yes. So they'd be like, because I thought football. it was like, just like, thank Christ, this is something that, I, that doesn't exist already that I had no idea yeah. about. I'm so glad they explained it away. Yeah, yeah I was they did incredible. too,
0: because to me, it was just like an Abercrombie and Fitch commercial. just a bunch of beautiful, hot people on the beach, uh, just glistening. And I, I was like, yeah, they don't know how to play football. They're too beautiful to know. Yeah, so, totally. Like, that makes yeah. sense to me. In gonna... my
1: mind, this is one of the greatest ab scenes in in history. I I think that there are so many people with such amazing abs. Like the fact that like there's even a debate. Like I, Miles Teller looked so damn good. Incredible. Uh, Hangman Hang was like, oh, I think yeah. he might be the number one. He but like one. overall, I'm just saying they nailed it. I think the scene was phenomenal was perfect the one thing that i don't even want to say is a criticism i feel like this is no where a, a kenny logan song mm-hmm, could have yeah. been incredible yeah, sure. um, I, I like what they did i get that they were trying to be like look like, we're not just doing the exact same thing but I, it's one of those examples where i'm like well maybe you should have just yeah. done the exact it's, same it's, thing if you
3: gave me the choice of doing that here or having goose play great balls of fire in the bar I would have ditched the Great Balls of Fire scene. That didn't work for me very well. Oh, I like, no, that was strange. Uh, Andy. Andy Cortez.
4: Yeah, I, I'm with Vic on that. But I'm glad it was a song like this. And I feel like any other movie, I feel like if Michael Bay were directing this, it would have been. And it would have been a remix of. Uh, it would have been a Lincoln uh, Park, Park. with remix. the boys. it, yeah, no, it would have been Park a remix with Khalifa. It would have been a remix with Flo Rida and Pitbull. And uh, with, oh and, like, no!
0: Don't give me that, Andy. I would have it, loved that so much. No, <laughs> it, would,
4: it would have been fucking terrible. It <laughs> would have been a remix of Kenny Loggins with like some other modern artist, and it would have been like a, a faster beat or something like that. I'm so glad it wasn't anything like that. I'm. You're, glad you're it was telling just, me you don't <laughs> want
0: Kenny Loggins and Pitbull? On a I do not. know. Like, no. I'm, I'm glad it was just something 22? completely different. Yeah.
4: Football um, was
3: great. Music choice was bad. Football was a good choice. Yeah. Like the elevation. I would, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Glenn Powell is number one. Yeah. 100% yeah, guy. He looks incredible. Great. I'm going to go Glenn Powell. I'm going to, I'm going to say slider Eeks in at number two. And then we're going to put miles Teller at number three. How does I like it? that. I, dude. Yeah. Tanned I mean, tanned
5: toned, bro. Tanned and toned. I'm with that. Yeah,
1: but t- like. How incredible is it that Miles Teller looks that good and he's number three? Like, we're just dealing with some abs on a whole he new level. And, y'all. and honestly, oh.
0: like, if he would have had a signature pose, I feel like that could, that would be enough have put him, him above. But, yeah. Oh, Snyder, you know what, though? No, he had the I dance thing. He had, he had the, the dance. It. And it was That's incredible, rude. dude. Okay. It's going above Ray think. Ross I think, yeah, I blacked out at that point. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> can,
5: can we all give some respect and put some respect on uh, Tom Cruise's name, though? I mean, yeah. He no. shot Top Gun number one at the He was still wearing jeans, too now right? the
3: man is wearing jeans no top yeah. and he looks incredible like this dude i'm gonna wow. actually see you brody i'm gonna put top i'm gonna put tom cruise from maverick above val kilmer yeah in top gun one lifetime Honestly, Achievement
1: award. I, I think that yeah lifetime achievement award he deserves it like the fact that tom cruise at whatever age he's at now can be around <laughs> those gentlemen shirtless and they're all shirtless and he didn't stand out you know, that's crazy. Good for there you. There is Tommy. the part
0: where like he gets tackled and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> be careful. Up, and head head and I'm like, wait up, a second. Man, that's I'm Tom on.
3: Cruise. Love it.
4: All right. Back. The man is 60.
3: The, plot. the man is 60. Uh, so off we go. We, we bonded as a team and it's time to pick the people that are going to be on this mission. And of course he picks uh, Phoenix and Bob. He picks uh, Rooster and his Rio. And I forget what whoever, who the other one? Was.
5: Rooster doesn't have a Rio. So the coolest right. part
3: about this is Hangman, no Rio.
5: Fucking right. rooster, no real. You look oh, at right. those two and you're like, "You guys are the fucking baddest, y'all." You know what I mean? Maverick, no real. Wild mm-hmm. stuff to see that. You know? Well, so I, I think, would have. Lo- oh, go ahead. Wasn't the idea different.
1: there that the, it was depending on what their jobs are? Like yeah. I thought so you
5: only had, a Rio, had a, a Rio for the laser yeah. guy. Yeah, but yeah. every other team had duos, which was weird. No, every it's single not true. Duo
3: there had no. had duos. it was it was so. I'm looking it up right now. It was the F A F slash A eighteen E and F. And I think the E has no pi- no copilot, and the F has a copilot for navigation. And each team had two of each one of the planes. So I had the f- the guy that was going to shoot the missile, and then the team that was going to laser the target. I believe. I just I meant during wrong.
5: like the training sequences. We didn't see anybody flying alone besides those. Oh, like, fair. In the beginning of the movie, everybody was paired up. Nobody else was solo like those.
0: Oh,
3: interesting! Interesting, very cool.
0: Uh, Uh, I would have loved to hear, like, uh, when they're picking—you know—the pilots. They just pick like one background pilot. Like, yeah, this guy's really good. Halo, you're in. in. Halo, you're in. Halo, Halo, yeah. Halo's been. Halo did it in two minutes, first try.
3: (laughs) Hilarious. Uh, Off we go. We get a wonderful moment here where uh, where uh, Rooster and Maverick are on the flight deck. Well, first off, we get fucking just absolute, completely makes no sense, but I don't give a shit. Shot. Of the fucking planes on the elevator coming down, oh, wow. and Maverick walks over to the like me, and he's like, Maverick, good luck, or whatever. And he's Maverick like, You belong asc- here. That's yeah. yeah. where you he belong. Just, that's what it was. And he just ascends up to the flight deck, which is incredible. Uh, great, great moment here where he's like, He's like, uh, he calls him by his first name. He's like, Bradley, you can do this. And Bradley's like, shit, because he's kind of freaking out, like, why why, did, why would you not pick Hangman? Of course, Hangman has to hang back, no pun intended, uh, just in case they need to send more people out there. Uh, and off we go. Maverick gets in his plane, and we get the best shot in the whole movie, where he launches himself from the from the flight deck of the carrier into the sky, all in one shot. It's so worth seeing this movie and spending the money for just this one shot. And you, yeah, you can watch in the trailers cuz it's in the trailers, but do when you're on, when it's on the big screen and you've hyped this much, it's so incredible. And of course, as they're going toward it, they switch to the cool satellite view. We see modern day technology and they launch a bunch of missiles at uh into the air to bomb the uh the runway of the enemy runway. What's up? And if you
5: remember, airport. years ago, we were talking about Top Gun Maverick on a kind of funny morning show, and you asked me to go report live from Lake Tahoe's mini airport. That is our airport. That that was really? right there. And all the smoke and them running around at the end. That was right there in Tahoe, which was oh, that's
1: so you can cool.
4: see Mike in the background. Like- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No. That's
5: that
1: so awesome. This, this shit was so sick. And Nick, you nailed it. Like this scene is just it. They have spent the last whatever hour and a half earning our trust that we can trust them with hype and that we can trust them with just making us feel like we are part of this journey. We're in it with the team. But when Tom Cruise takes off and they're all taking off with him. And then they launched these missiles. It was like one of the moments where I'm like, yo, this movie didn't need to be cooler. Like mm-hmm. those missiles up to this not. ante where I'm like, oh, so this cool. I said this earlier that I think this movie is gonna ruin a lot of other things for me. Like a Metal Gear solid movie can never be this good. It just can't. They just fucking nailed it here in every way possible. I I can't believe how cool the missiles were in this scene.
5: It's when so they dope. called them dagger one. Two, three, and four, the and they're like daggers into formation before the canyon, and they get on top of one another, stacked, but in the line with some of the coolest cinematography around, bro.
3: Uh, oh, I God. forgot what did they call the carrier too? What was the base called?
0: Because before
3: hmm. it was, uh, I forget what it was in the first one. It was super cool because they were Ghost Rider, and base was like, yeah, something. Else. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Someone will leave it in the comments, but anyway, we Enterprise? start the trench. What's that? We talk about the Enterprise. Yeah. What was, what what was their call sign? Oh, I don't know. Because the, the enterprise called them dagger one, dagger two. Originally, like, I forget what it was in the first movie. When he calls back to them, he's like negative so and so, like, oh he, they have a call sign mm-hmm. too. I forget what it was.
5: Another badass moment is we were building up to that, right? Is all the daggers go off and then it shoots up to the UAV plane up above, and they're like, Dagger, you're clear on UAV, and then they yes. drop below the clouds and they're like, You're off UAV. And you get this like stunning moment of Maverick looking at the team and then Rooster looking off into the fog on the seaside, and you're like Man, some ominous is out there, right? And they're like, you're off UAV dagger. Yes, you right. call, and he goes, "We're doing this." And they just fucking gun it. It was so badass. Oh, Cuz I I, that's I incredible.
4: I, I think yeah, th- that moment of look, looking off into the fog and understanding they aren't in the desert simulating this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are real mountains. This is a different climate, a different environment. Who knows what the elevation is doing here in addition to all the G's you're about to pull. Like, this shit is real right now. And there's no looking back. Like, we're here. We're going to fucking do this. And it just fucking goes off with a bang, man. I, f- I forgot to mention
3: they redo the shot uh, before he launches. The iconic shot of Maverick doing the salute first and then the, the let's fucking go yeah. to the flight deck. And the guy's like, yeah, let's do this. So cool. He's like, bah. Anyway. We not got enough to... thumbs up. No, this there was so many thumbs, so many <laughs> thumbs up.
5: Everybody thumbs up, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
3: we go on the trench run, and it starts off, and and it's scary as shit because they're looking up and they can see the surface to air missile turrets that are above them. Uh, they start banking, and they're going fast, and of course, the Rooster starts falling behind. We did get a couple moments there where I forgot to mention. I did not necessarily like the fact that they put talk to me goose in there a couple times and I especially didn't I thought it was a little cringy it was like talk to me dad to try I to, like out how to go I love faster. I like that. I love that didn't work Not for me.
0: Like I, the first talk to me goose I thought was good. The second one I was like we're we're doing this again because Tom Cruise has like five catchphrases that they feel the need to say like eight times throughout this movie. They yeah. didn't the second say they talk had to a me goose speed by the way yeah. I know it was, a little well, disappointing, but yeah, the, to the talk to me, period. dad, got me. The talk yeah. to me, dad, got talk to me, so dad, like, and that's when Tom Cruise whispers,
5: "Fucking do it, kid." You know what I mean? It. And then thinking, he guns it, you know. And Andy, you'll have a great moment when they go, "Rooster's dis- disengaging," and then right, we have the moment where he goes. Not the moment where, oh my God, he's re-engaging. We didn't yeah. have that, they were just we like, oh, yeah. And we, we just went for it. it. Well, no, but it, they
3: didn't she make it as yes, yes. well. No, but there wasn't was a guy yeah, like, yeah.
5: Rooster's re-engaging, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> like, oh sweet, uh, yeah. We start the run, of course, and uh, Maverick's ship and his and his co-pilots would do it perfectly. He blows a hole in the ground, but we get a dead eye in uh, in Rooster and his, and his uh, co-pilot's ship. Uh, and they can't laze the target, and he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna drop it. And the guy's like, no, man, I got this. And the eye's going all over the place for the thing. And he's like, don't, I gotta do this blind. And he just takes the shot, and boom, it goes right through. And the effect here of the explosion and the ground going up first and then imploding is oh so God. incredibly so cool. cool. Uh, and they pull out, and they both make it out of the canyon with like nine and a half or 10 G's pulling on them. Mavic starts to pass out for a second, but thank God he doesn't, because as he does, man, those SAM turrets come to life fast. And they start shraping missiles out into the ground, just just shooting shrapin', missiles left and right. Uh, yeah. After a while, oh, dude, I've
0: just had chills really, for the last yeah. like twenty seconds. Oh. Just
3: some Nick explaining this. My, I, I
0: had goosebumps, and now my goosebumps yeah. are rooster bumps. All right, come <laughs> wow. on. Now, Nick, when
5: we talk about some of the top scenes in the movie, when Miles Teller and his squad get out, and we get the zoom out of the top of the peak with all four fighter jets zooming in and out of these sand missiles. So cool. Easily one of the top. Moments in the movie, it's like, oh wow, this is incredible, and they're zooming, flying, they're talking to each other. We know that the two fifth gen uh pilots are on
4: the way too, right, so like to we that. got
5: big moments coming up. But like that zoom out and seeing the peak and all that,
4: beautiful. I yeah. And yeah. also, and also, also to like to this out, point, go ahead. I wanted to call out just like Miracle One, yeah. Miracle Two, oh, and yeah. that's like that, like you know that just because those things are out and the explosion happened, oh, that was cool. We're not anywhere close to being clear. And I just had flashbacks with all the flares going out to Mike in the helicopter in war zone. Yep. And I just mm-hmm. like, man, I believe. have a need for speed right now. I yeah, you know Believe, it, believe in me. Believe
5: in me. <laughs> when I'd be in that helicopter, Nick, and I'd be <laughs> looking at him like whole fucking tight, bro. Yeah. We're doing, it, and he's like, oh, Mike, hit the flares, Goose. And I'll fucking punch in the fucking fucking flares.
0: Come on, Incredible, people, dude. I love it. But at this point, that. too, like it's incredible, and I gotta call out the the sound design because they drop the music <laughs> out. Yeah, and uh-huh. you just have the sounds the whole time, and it like it just. Fills you with so much just like anxiety and anticipation. Yeah, I was telling, the whole moment. I was telling um, we walked
4: out of the theater, Nick. I was telling uh, D that it reminded me of like how to, when I was that tense. It reminds me of when I go to bed and I listen to like my meditative sort of like audio stuff, and the and I think I'm relaxed. But then the lady's like, "Now relax your neck." I was like, "Oh, you know what? I wasn't relaxing my neck." The in the movie, I'm just like sitting in the most tense position. And I was like, dude, I got to chill. Like I feel like every muscle in my body is just contracted right now. And I need to just relax because right now I am so on edge. This is incredible.
3: Ah, Mike, I just go This is in the, in the Wikipedia. They don't call them Rios. They call them WSOs or wizos. Okay. Which stands for Weapons Systems Officer. That's so what I, Bob was. That's yeah. what Bob. Was, yeah. So when Bob he introduced Bob, Bob he's
5: like, I'm a weapon system operator. And he goes, yeah. he's not a jokester. Not a jokester. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh
3: so that's why they don't call him the Rios, I guess, in this because I think Rio's radar or something operator or like whatever yeah. it is. Uh I digress. Okay, okay, the pairs, by the way, I want to point this out. This actually wasn't here it was Phoenix and Bob, uh, Rooster, and then Payback and Fanboy and uh Maverick. Those are the, those are the the two pairs. Or yeah, the two pairs. Anyway, we pull out. Everyone's popping freaking flares left and right. The sound of the flares, to, to back up what you guys are saying about the sound design, the things that stick out in my brain are the, the sounds of the flares, the sounds of the stick, as, and, and the, the, the sort of rickety of the metal hitting against mm-hmm. itself as we're going mm-hmm. through the canyon, and then, of course, just the explosions, all this. This whole sequence is unbelievable. And, of course, uh, 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 they get a missile lock on Rooster. Rooster's out of flares. Maverick oh. has to sacrifice his body for this. Hits the brakes rooster flies right by him. i don't know if you guys caught that but that's what he did hits the brakes and then just throws out all of it just sprays flares all over rooster's ass to get this missile off of him. but it lights up maverick instead uh and maverick goes down and we don't know if he has
4: survived or not i and sat like, up in my fucking chair like yeah this this is the type of shit that i love and i know tim said that he is worried that this will ruin any sort of star wars dogfight stuff but like I feel like the Star Wars dark fight stuff was like probably the stuff that I enjoyed the most in uh, like last Jedi and in, well really in any of the Star Wars movies, but maneuvers like that are the coolest shit that you can put on screen for me. And when that should happen, like I set the fuck up and I just almost wanted to be like, Holy yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally have. Have.
3: <laughs> so cool. And honestly, Oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, keep going, Nick. I'll, I'll do it afterward. I was going to say the movie could have ended right here and mm-hmm. I would have been like, that it was That's awesome. So that's that what I was awesome. going to say to you, Nick, did it. Didn't...
5: you get that tense scene of we go back to base. And he's like, you tell all of them to get home right yeah, now, right? Not... And Goose is like, Rooster's like I got to go back. And then you have this shot of Phoenix going, he's gone, man. And then Bob says, yo, he's dead. We can't go back. And then it fades to black. And you're like, that could be the end of the movie. Right, right. fucking there. That could be the end of it.
3: Not the end, though. No. It's not. It's not the end because... And by the way, I like I like John Hamm's performance here too, where he's like, "Bring them all back," but it's not because of the ego. He literally says, "We're not losing another pilot today. We're just not doing it." Yeah, uh, and you can't argue with that, right? He's right. It was the right call. Of course, it goes to black. We're not done yet, ladies and gentlemen, because mm-hmm. it opens back up on a snowy tundra. Maverick has landed safely, is trying to disengage all the crap from him to get his uh, the radar thing that's off of him. As an attack helicopter comes Dude, around. Dude, behind
1: D, man. A this a is the D, most bro. Metal Gear Solid one thing ever. It looks like they're on Shadow Moses. Like, this shit was fucking crazy. And when we first watched the movie, it was in 40X. And Andy, Cortez, I know your feelings and all this. But at any point, if you're like, Tim, we're doing it, I'm in. I'll buy your ticket. We're going to watch this movie together. I need to see this again in 40X. But this moment, me and Kevin have seen multiple movies in 40X uh, at this point. And it's always a blast. It's always stupid fun. We had never gotten the snow effect until this. And all of a sudden, snow just gets pumped into the theater. And it was like, it was magic, you guys. It was Disneyland shit. But it was Tom Cruise alone. And I love that they – we're like is he dead like we see his shit get blown up like holy fuck, are they doing this it cuts to black but immediately it cuts to no he's alive but wait he's a man against
3: a helicopter mm-hmm. and of course the helicopter squares off i was about to go for the killing shot and a missile hits it rooster has returned uh but rooster unfortunately uh, those those fifth gen fighters show up and one of them ices him maverick sees him pop his shoot runs over to him and is just mad at him he's like what the hell are you doing here you should Great. be back on the car- carrier and he goes, and he goes, You told me not to think. And he gets to What right. were you like, thinking? He's like, You, told, you me he told me to not think. to think. He's like, ah. Dude, the way they shoot this is so good. Cause, like, yeah, that's
1: dumbass dialogue. Perfect dumbass dialogue. But the mm-hmm. way that it, like, they sit on it for a second and Miles Teller just goes, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and yeah. He just does this motion that's this, like, uh, I listened
5: to this. This is the moment you. where, like, right.
0: Miles Teller, like, gets to be the most Miles Teller. And yes. it works. It, <laughs> it does works. definitely work. <laughs> of course. It's yeah,
5: just scene because they're. They're on their feet. They're not in a jet plane. Yes. We don't get that in Top Gun at all. We don't get that in Top Gun. I have this moment of like, oh shit, we're in the middle of unknown country in the middle of a snowy tundra. What the fuck are they gonna do yeah. right now on their feet? It, this was so cool, bro. And I you, it. Feel, it, you feel a little scared
0: it. for them too. Like yeah. they're they're not in their planes. They're the best. They're the best pilots in the world. But what, leaned, are they the best? Hi, hiding it
3: from people. Know I leaned yeah. over
0: to I leaned over to
4: Tim and I was like. When him and Miles Teller are looking at the Jets, like I just wanted Tom Cruise to look over to Miles and be like, "I have something to tell you. My real name is Ethan Hunt." <laughs>
5: <laughs> mission Impossible. It's, it's yeah, it is very Mission Impossible. Love yeah,
4: it. Yeah. Uh,
3: to me, I think this is. I'm like this movie just became a completely different movie. It reminds me a lot of Behind Enemy Lines with Owen Wilson. Remember that where he gets shot down? And that was the name of the movie. Which one am I thinking of?
0: Yeah, you're oh, thinking. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway. Owen Wilson's the one in that. I think he's the one where he plays a pilot and he gets shot down and yeah. has to, like, he has to like hike his way out. Oh, Black Hawk trying.
4: down. No,
3: that's a different movie.
4: Oh,
0: Behind the Lines and Black Hawk right. Down with
3: Owen Wilson. Black Hawk Down was, uh, yeah, that was with Josh Hartnett and Ewan McGregor. Of all people. Uh, uh, real
0: quick. I didn't get to experience the 40 X experience. I don't know if they have one of those in Atlanta. I need to look into it. So instead, I just had Gino shake my chair and he threw little pieces yeah, of popcorn. in the air for this. Sounds right. Good. So I, good. I feel like it's probably similar, probably similar.
3: We uh, we head over to uh, Tahoe Airport, uh, which is great that it's that. And uh, Maverick's got a plan. He's like, look, you see what that is right there? And by the way, they set this up originally. I don't know if you guys caught this line, but this base is is full of of fifth gen badass fighters and a couple f14s for no reason and of course fuck yeah there's a reason behind it because uh Tom Cruise is like we're gonna steal that right there and there's one lone f14 still in place there is and he's like dude how old is that and he's like oh man it's older than Nick or as old as Nick We dude don't real
1: talk like this is this is something that shouldn't work and I feel like oftentimes in these legacy sequels it's like of course they gotta go back like in Jurassic World they gotta go back to exactly where the first park was and we all want that stuff but they they need to do it right or else it's it's just like ugh. this is eye rolly i legitimately i've watched again so many movies with you guys and me and andy have a bond when it comes to hype moments we have an understanding of like yo this is fucking hype let's fucking go every once in a while i'll get maybe like a look over from nick uh mostly for comedic things but every once in a while it's like is this really fucking happening look i've never I've known Nick over a decade at this point. I have never seen Nick Scarpino as giddy and excited as when the F <laughs> 14 shows up. And like he looked at me and it, he was like a fucking little kid when it he's was. just like, oh my God, it's an F yeah. 14, Tim. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what? it is, Nick.
0: F- <laughs> and it's because they earn every single like fucking piece of this moment, like giving us so many, like just this incredible new and fresh and unique and beautifully shot and riveting sequence that they just went through. And then having them on the ground. Then they're like now we're gonna bring in the f-14 it was oh my god Tim!
3: i want you guys to realize it's not just the the significance of the f-14 which was the original plane they flew in in the first top gun it's the fact that it's maverick and goose's son as his co-f-14 that -hmm. starts to really set in when he's like doing all the stuff and like they're prepping it and he jumps up on the tail wing runs across the thing and jumps in and he goes cockpit clear cockpit clear and the cockpit comes down and locks into place i'm like And he looks like him, too, because he's got the little butt. It's unbelievable such a cool moment you're absolutely right it shouldn't work do we want to stop and think about how long it would have taken them to run from where they crashed to this airfield that was probably 40 miles away don't worry about it guys it's but tom cruise I'm he run oh so yeah Yo, get we run. got tom
1: cruise running in this movie cruise i did yeah. not expect it it was magical but when the both of them are walking they're like hey we should speed up yeah there's
0: two guys that's over there. so yeah there's good. more yeah. guys over there it's so fucking yeah, good that's funny and uh, then and then when they when they get into the air that we're about to see with the the guys over the comms and then we get oh, our first thumbs like, down he's, like, he's like
3: what what does that mean i have no idea i don't know yeah. what that sign is what about that one no idea I haven't
5: seen that one either <laughs> get the uh, nice ball me. back when they get up in the air and he goes roosters rooster sign is now on and he's like what and he's yes. like he's flying and he goes He's supersonic, and it's like, oh, it's like fucking uh, supersonic. Yeah, uh,
3: love the uh, love the idea of like he looks at the radar, he's like, Jesus Christ, this thing is really old, and one of the fuses is out. He goes, "What? Which fuse is?" It? And he goes, "I don't know. That was your dad's department." He looks, down, it was like four hundred fuses from playing everywhere, <laughs> which is crazy. So he's like, "Don't worry, I'll find one." Uh, I love all that. Love love him pulling the pins on the missiles too. I just thought it was, those were cool shots. Yeah. Just seeing the prep that has to go into this, awesome. They take off, and of course, they immediately get assaulted by the uh, the fifth gen fighters. Uh, memory serves correctly. Uh, Maverick manages to outpilot these guys. Or yeah, they're flying next to him. He goes, "What are you going to do?" He goes, "I don't know. I got to make a choice. Like, don't think, just do it." He goes, "He's like, what would you do?" He's like, I would not think, I would just do it, right, or something like that. And then he just banks the plane oh, right yes. and shreds the so first cool. one with the guns first. And then they dogfight with the second one. He gets the better of. Him. I forget how he beats the second. Oh pilot. my god, really my quick. God. Okay, two two things on
5: this one. First one was Miles Teller and him having the back and forth of. You got to pilot this thing. What would yep. you do if I wasn't here? And he's like, You are here, right? And you know that moment yeah. of like, I can't lose number two here. That yeah. would be awful. And then the next scene when after he kills the first one, him and this other dude get in the dog fight, th- right? Yes. And this motherfucking thing flies in front of him because he does the move and then stops on a dime, is spinning sideways and they fly past him and Miles goes, what the holy- fuck was he that? Has, he was holy <laughs> shit, what Lobo the fuck? Lobo
0: spinning and turns back on him was so cool, bro, Easily my, is- my favorite part of the movie. And it, it's like, I don't know why why I didn't think of this. I, I think I was telling Tim before the movie, like, I don't know what it is about Top Gun that could be, like, improved to make the movie as good as, like, the hype. But things like this, like, having an enemy pilot that's, like, in their league like, I didn't even think of it. It seems so simple, what? but I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And when he pulls this move off, I'm like, oh, this shit is on. And this Wait. is like when I wish. And obviously we can't because this is unnamed country X where we could like see an actual villain because mm-hmm. like even though it's just it's always the same generic uh pilot in like the black the blacked helmets. out suit i'm <laughs> yeah. like this dude's fucking cool oh, like I, there's a whole backstory in my idea. head for this yep. pilot 100%. he's top gun of whatever this made-up country is and he is just he's he's on it he's just on it
3: fun super cool i do want to point out one thing that for me that i'm sure was not something they intended to do but something that I absolutely adore and love was that the uh, at one point, one of the planes that Maverick flies has the rudders are painted black. And it looks a lot like uh, Rick Fokker's VF1J, VF1S Sick. from uh, Robotech, which is badass. And that was one of the things that Andy's point earlier was he's like, I wish they'd painted the planes differently. That's what I loved about Robotech was you could tell who's who was in what plane based on the color. And their colors were always like their call signs as well. So like, I think he was in, one of them was like Vermilion group. One of them was skull squadron. One of the, you know, it was always super cool and very, very anime of course. Um, uh, but they kill the last guy, the third guy. They're like, Oh, oh. there's a guy coming in on radar. We don't know where he's at. We're out of missiles. All we've got is, uh, uh, actually, no, that's, that's uh, out of everything. So
5: they kill the, the second guy on the yeah. final machine gun burst Cause it goes, 250 180 160 right? and you see it counting down he has 33 yes. bullets 33. Right? and he's like do it Maverick right and the thing's fucking moving in the canyon and he just gets it perfectly and then sets up the great shot of oh where is this guy cuz they get the beepers going off right and he looks in front of him and he's like he's on our nose and he tries to hit it and it's like we don't have anything Nothing bro yeah.
3: you no, hear just the emptiness oh so sad and then of course the guy gets the guy gets a lock on him and he's like, we got, we're going to have to, you got to bail out. And he's pulling the thing. And of course, he has that one moment, that wonderful moment where he's like, he doesn't want to tell him to bail out because he doesn't want the same thing to happen mm-hmm. to Goose to happen to Rooster. And he's like, fuck it, you got to just do it. We're going to go high. You got to bail out. And Rooster's pulling. And he's like, it's not working. It's not working. And he just goes, I'm sorry. As he's, as the oh. plane, as you see his plane going up and the guy's about to hit, just about to pull the trigger on that. No, well, the missile comes out. Oh, well, the missile it goes does. out. Yeah. Out. yeah. As it goes out, Hangman's missile hits oh, him, the 5th gen. And oh, boy, oh, my God. <laughs> it was so oh, and you knew it was coming because yeah. they cut back and forth to Hangman waiting. Oh, in the back I love that. The deck. We get you like the, the great scene,
0: too, where like that's, again, when, when Rooster flips the switch and they know that he's airborne. He's like, send me. He, he goes in on the comms like permission to, you know, launch spare dagger or whatever. And they're like, no, like stay. Like, we don't know what's what's going on out there. And it's, oh, you know, he's coming, but he just, he just delivers. Oh, I, yeah, I, don't, man. I don't know that I've ever had a theater experience
1: as rowdy as this moment for the oh. first time when I watched it, where besides Marvel movies, like Marvel movies, is like, cool, right. 23 fucking movies that built to this moment. We're all expecting it. When he says the thing, we all cheer because it right. happened with this, though. It- they just fucking heard it in this movie that this ridiculous ass moment. Because, like, when you think about it, when you really break down the fact that in the last thirty minutes we had already seen Maverick save Goose, then we see Goose save Maverick, and now it's Hangman <laughs> saving both of them. It's just like the overwhelming amounts of like, but they can't. They're no, no, they're gonna do. Oh my god, they did it! <laughs> it's,
4: uh, literally, the the whole theater erupted, so like good.
1: just cheering for Hangman,
4: <laughs> uh, of and and Hang- it's. It's perfectly just sort of laid out as well. Again, Nick mentioned with all the times they cut back to Hangman wanting to. I mean, there's nothing I love more than when a Mm. shitty asshole villain. Yes. um, Is is kind of like supportive of the cause. Mm -hmm. And before Miles goes out there, he's like, go give him hell. Like, you know, go fuck him up, you know. And then we see Hangman wanting to get in there. He's the star fucking point guard sitting on the bench. Just yeah. be like, coach, put me in. I know I can help this squad. And fu- oh, my God, it's just so good. And then they're like, man, you look good or whatever the fuck. He's like, oh, I he am goes, good. you look good.
5: good. I am. Yeah, always good. I
3: love it. I love it. Uh, of course, Maverick had a slight problem when he was uh, leaving the airport. His front landing gear got uh, dislocated from the plane. So he radios in. And they're like, no problem. We got a giant net that will catch you Yeah, and I'm bring like, up the game. Yeah, so cool. Uh so the plane crashes and they're okay. And then oh we get hold out. up, Nick. Oh, yeah. Miss the up. iconic moment. Did I?
5: He goes, bring up the barricade, and they fly by. And what the fuck oh. does he do? He buzzes, buzzes the, the tower, tower bro, because you know he's gotta do it, <laughs> man. To
3: be a dick, he buzzes the tower. That's right. Uh they land, and of course, the for whatever reason, they they just I guess they just have. A photographer on deck all the time because it's all these wonderful photo moments we get a redo of of uh Iceman and maverick we got hangman and bradley or and, and rooster uh it's saying everything's gonna be okay and uh everything in fact is okay what's up yeah the cool one was phoenix coming over
5: right and we knew from the bar scene hangman was the only one out of this top gun group that had a confirmed kill on a real plane right and they teased him about it and then she comes up she goes you got number two. And he goes, yeah, I got number two. And she goes, but Mav got two more. He's got five, that's an an ace. He's an ace. Oh, Oh, that shit's so badass, bro.
1: the scene was beautiful man and i was saying this earlier but i i love that no one died like we get the mm-hmm. whole crew able to celebrate with each other on this thing and it's just like such a win and i'm, like, I'm looking around at andy and
4: nick i'm like we did it guys like we fucking did it you know <laughs> we did it, y'all.
0: You're, you're just like them
4: celebrating <laughs> yeah it, we're all the same just like so uh, cool. yeah nick's eating the popcorn that i gave him <laughs> i'm eating my skittles <laughs> it's so good nick uh, how'd you like the, pip- the pickle sauce by the way it the was really really good really oh, good I I really, really good yeah
3: i've come around on that for sure yeah uh, Maverick, of course, heads back to the flight deck and uh, Jennifer Connolly's character, Peggy Benjamin, nowhere to be found. He's like, Oh no, I'll never see her again. God. Penny. That was that, say, moment, right? that was that
5: moment, That was that moment of the Penny.
3: back and forth of like,
5: don't leave me again, right? And he's like, I'm not gonna leave. And then he leaves. And I love that moment of like, oh, she went on a sailing trip. And you think to yourself, like, oh shit, did he just lose her? Like, is she gone? forever bro like i liked i liked this back and forth i liked it a lot right and then i a-
0: didn't because we just had like the great moment with miles teller and then it, it mm. felt like we're like that was the climax and you're just giving me like this little extra side well, story here we at the had end. to work to lady gaga's incredible song
5: okay because then we end it with miles teller and freaking maverick working on the plane and he looks mm. through and he goes is that the little daughter and she's sitting there in front of the hottest fucking porsche rare you've ever seen in your life, bro, God. right? And then they get in their little two-seater plane, and Lady Gaga says, don't worry, I got the fucking anthem for the summer, and boom! That's how that goes, dude. So dude. good. And then we get, like Nick was
1: saying, the credits, where it says everyone's fucking call sign, their actor name, all the shit, oh. and just boom, we get the, the cheesy footage of them from the movie. Always a sucker for it. And by the time it ends, we don't get a post-credit scene. We don't get none of that. They're just like, <laughs> hey, you guys, you're welcome for what yeah. you just saw. Here's yeah. one last thing. T- the, as you're leaving the theater, let's hear the Top Gun anthem one more fucking time. Okay, let's get fucking hyped. Here's the gong. Let's go.
3: <laughs>
1: God, it's so good. And that oh, like, so good. is
3: Top Gun Maverick.
4: Andy, hit me with haiku and review. You're high. You know I will, Tim. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> you, <laughs> you got, got, it, got, a you you got it. it a second ago. You did. I heard it a second ago. Seven so syllables like in the middle. Five <laughs> for the first and last line. Yes, if it's not poetic, no need to prattle. Haikus don't need to write. Haiku in review. Haiku in review.
1: You can write your review in haiku form, just like Andrew Feisner did by going to patreon.com slash funny. Andrew says, "Really tough mission. Will be no deaths on his watch. Saving all the boys." Uh, Ignacio Rojas says, lots of great action, somehow beat expectations. Tom Cruise is big boss.
2: <laughs> Jason says, stop
1: awesome. thinking, just act. Fifth generation, who cares? Everyone comes home. Joe Merton says, try to change my mind. Bob is the greatest call sign. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll wait. There you go. Let's <laughs> do a little awesome.
3: uh, ragu bagu. Ragu. Bagu. what's up everybody looking right guys talk bad guys here for Top Gun in review right now on the list we have Iceman where do we want to put I guess Hangman is the is the bad guy in this I'll, I'll put Hangman and maybe Cyclone because Cyclone's kind of an antagonist yeah that's world. what I was gonna say okay. this one's
0: complicated again because we have the birds we have Maverick still still <laughs> conflicting with himself Maverick and Rooster having their own conflict and then Maverick and Cyclone and then <laughs> Hangman and Rooster and Hangman and everybody but then also the villains, the the bad guys, the unnamed bad guys. I've yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all, team. it
1: it's number fucking one. Like Ice cool. I fucking love him as an idea, and I think that this movie does not even better. Right? Like this this is perfect where it makes the 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 mythos of the first movie stronger uh but i think that all the elements of this are great and the fact that hangman is the bad guy but by the time the movie ends we are fucking right there with we him and cheering him. for him yeah. more than anything i i love it dude
3: i'll put him a number one i, I, I like
5: hangman a lot in this one I, I do like the back and forth i don't think it was as strong as maverick and ice man right because we had that iconic scene inside the locker room where he's like you're dangerous and they chomps at him you know inside yeah. Yeah. there nobody no, nobody's chomping but hangman really did push rooster right like it was really cool to set the tone of like hangman is the baddest but we know who rooster is he's a team player he's there to protect his squad like that first scene when they're in the teamwork and rooster dies for his other ones Mm -hmm. phoenix comes up and goes now you know what the fuck rooster's all about right like he's there to keep everybody alive and i like that hangman pokes and prods him to say you got to do better you got to be better and that was Mm -hmm. iceman and maverick back in the day just a little bit different and i loved I loved what this guy did as Hangman. It was really, really
3: solid. The, the one thing I will say, and, and you're, you're all right. You're all right. Yeah. But nobody, nobody is as fucking cool as Val Kilmer's Iceman. He just wasn't. And every time he said anything, when I was a kid, I remember watching that movie going, how come this movie's not about Iceman? He's so cool. <laughs> also, just putting it out there again, Hangman is a dick. He's not wrong, but he's a dick kind of because he gets off on it. Iceman was a dick because he was right. That's yeah. like someone doing something really, really dangerous in front of you. And you're like, I'm going to call this guy out on it every single time. He's not wrong. Also, just throwing it out there again. Iceman was number one. Actually did graduate number one. Putting it out there. He's
5: well, so nobody graduated because these guys were really already cool. Top Gun graduated. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had all graduated Top Gun. They came back. So there was no class here for
4: this. I Here's the thing. Iceman, like, Hangman brought up a uh, fucking uh, rooster's dad dying. Yeah, I think that yeah, alone makes move. him like a worse person oh, and more yeah, of an yeah, asshole. All OK, all right, we'll,
0: and we'll and leave it, that again, so like this where it's really cool where they they flip it, where he is. He is the asshole Maverick, like he's the one who leaves his wingman. He's the one who flies crazy and reckless. He's got the Maverick ego, but like oh. the the coldness of Iceman, too. He's a, just a perfect oh, combination.
5: It was so good when they did the first fighter team and hangman leaves his teammate and Maverick literally word for word goes, Leaving your leaving your wingman. Haven't seen that in a while. And you're like, Oh shit,
3: bro, he's been there before. Ice is a mountain. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll put Hangman at number one. I spent a very close second on the Ragu Bagu list, and that's going to round out the Top Gun Ragu Bagu list for now because I have a feeling we're going to get a third Top Gun. Eventually. No, <laughs> no, I hope you so? oh, come no on, way, bro. No way. You got all these great characters? You're not going to bring them back for another Top Gun, Top Gun 3? Topper Gun? Topper I, Gun? I can't even it's, imagine, this, man. This
5: movie is so good. I, I walked out of it thinking it, Nick. I was like, could we do another one? There's no way there's no way you could do another one this one was too good
3: maybe not maybe not we'll have to wait uh, and see. hey listen I didn't I never thought they'd do a sequel to Top Gun and I waited 40 freaking or 30 years for that so we'll see what happens we'll let alone happens. one this
1: good uh, but before we rank them we do need to do ragu gugu, ragu, gugu. Uh, which oh. is ranking oh.
3: ranking the goose related characters uh currently number <laughs> one we have goose uh what, what do we think about rooster I love rooster but nothing, nothing's going to top how cool Goose was yeah, in the I first agree. one. I'm sorry. I, I
0: yeah. thought he, he gave a valiant effort last week. We said there's no chance mm-hmm. that he could top Goose, easily the best character of the first one. But he he does he does good. But yeah, he's still no. Oh my! It's not, God. It's not his dad. Not his dad. On, on behalf of
5: Miles, I'll give a little argument for Miles. Tanned and toned, mm-hmm. incredible mustache. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a scene with him and Tom when he gets on him about his dad dying, and he's wearing this black fucking tight T-shirt like Tim is right now. And he is so filled out in that. You're like, oh, bro, you look terrific. He doesn't have the comedic chops like uh, like Goose did, but he did fill in that team leader role very well when he was around the whole squad. But yeah, Goose is number
1: not- one. I- I am right there with you guys. Like I think that he is number two, but like shout out to him because he really tried his damnedest. And I think that the little dance he does is one of my my favorite single motions in cinematic history at this point. Uh, But I loved Goose in the first movie. I cannot believe that the entire plot of this one was dealing with Goose's death. I think that that is just fucking perfect. We're dealing with one of the greatest, if not the greatest, duology of all time. So shout out, shout out to the Goose Rooster for Ragu Gugu with Goose at number one and there Rooster number two. Now it's time to rank the Top Gun movies. I mean,
3: is there an argument? Does anyone- I will make an argument. You, go for I will I yeah, make an, go go I will make an argument I, because I have to, not because I want to, but yeah. because I feel that I should make an argument that Top Gun one should still be in the number one spot and the argument goes as follows obviously i'm going to make an argument that it was the original it set the tone it was groundbreaking for when it came out it was one of the original blockbuster movies that made tom gunn's career or tom excuse me uh, tom cruise's career and it had the better soundtrack yes. i hate to say it but it had the better banger moments because of the soundtrack and this movie of course had better cinematography and the flights all that stuff is Great. way better of course i'm just arguing i'm I'm fighting for my back here guys just just give me give me a little bit of space here right <laughs> yeah. um i think that the i like the aesthetic of the original better and it's just i think the original has a charm and a specialness that I don't know will feel about this one years from now. This movie is uh, Top Gun: Maverick is a, is the best roller coaster on the planet, and for that, absolutely, it is very much deserving of the second spot. I would even tie it for the first spot. But the original Top Gun is one of the most iconic, one of the most classic movies ever made, and I just can't see putting anything above that.
0: I I'm I'm I totally see like where you're coming from, Nick. I was going to make the same argument that like this movie top gun maverick is too good <laughs> to be as iconic as the original one is and that's nothing like to say that like those great moments from the first one are bad scenes they're just so 80s and like it has the perfect music and the perfect actors in them that you know like there's going to be so many more scenes that are remembered and mentioned in reference in the original than the sequ- but that's just because like it's a, it's an older movie, you know, and that's just how well, things and, were yeah, then. Yeah,
3: it was it was for that time period too. There had never been things like this. And it wasn't right. like there was eighty Marvel movies coming out every year. So exactly. we're we're in a different league of of gameplay right now than we were back then. Um but I will say that like back in the day this was this was a moment. Top Gun was a moment in cinematic history. It was a thing that it became an instant classic when it came out. And I don't know that this movie is going to do that, largely because it's built off of a lot of the nostalgia from the first one. Having said that, I'm not going to be shocked if you guys put this above it, and I'm not even going to argue past this point uh Because this is just this is me. This is is me just arguing for that one person out there that's listening. That's like, how fucking dare you even think about putting Maverick?
4: Okay, abuelito, sit the fuck down. (laughs) I look like holy shit, man. This movie is going to be in the pantheon of all time action movies. Mm -hmm. This is one of those that like, you got a new TV, you got a new sound system. I'm gonna sit you the fuck down. Because first, I'm going to show you the uh, the skydive scene for Fallout first. That's I'm going to show incredible. you that as well. And then scene. I'm going to show you every goddamn action sequence in these movies, because those make it all worth it. I don't think that the first Top Gun had nearly enough charm or characterization to, uh, to sort of, you know, because we talk about the action scenes in those movies. Right. And they just didn't really do a whole lot for me. Right. But... If there was a lot character wise and uh, dialogue wise, like I feel like that movie would be absolutely top tier, but I feel like it was serviceable in those points, but not enough to kind of outweigh and say like, hey, our action isn't there, but we got a lot of cool character and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I don't think it was that strong in that sense. This movie has action scenes that this movie could just be the action. But aside from that, there still is a bit of heart. There is humor that I wasn't necessarily expecting. I kind of forgot that Tom Cruise has those chops uh, in some of these sequences where there's good writing moments. This movie is phenomenal. It's one of the best action movies I've ever seen of all time.
5: Yeah. Five years from now, I'm going to still be dreaming about when Tom Cruise was the fastest man alive up in the fucking stratosphere, bro, with that (laughs) awesome black star jet. I'm going to think about the moments where they're in the Canyon practicing. I'm going to think about when it's, rooster and maverick and they're going up against the fifth gen fighter pilot and that thing fucking twirly spins around them right like yes. <laughs> there's some incredible moments in this where five years 10 years from now we're still going to
4: talk about that right like this where was miles really, turns really around fun. mike and he's like what the fuck was that yeah <laughs> Iconic, a,
0: and again it's, it's it's not just the great action scenes it's how they characterize everybody through these action scenes too like you don't just get a much better sense of what's going on in the air but you also get to know each character through what they do in the air, what they say in the air, how they fly, just their relationships yeah. with each other. But and I this
3: one for me, oh, go Nick! Uh, I was going to say I'm going to throw this out there. There was a counter argument. Take my breath away you None know i love there that nick, don't sure you? Yeah, right. you bring that
5: up to me nick you know and i remember, love that me, remember one, when the,
3: we end with the with the banger song where everyone's getting their original shots where it's like this person was a like maverick goose all these people anthony edwards and it's that uh, you've lost that love and feeling man it's just oh, those those moments are tough. so good yeah. and that's they were yeah. missing in this sadly
0: again it's, yeah that's it the only thing is the music and i know mike uh shouted out lady gaga a couple of times I felt the complete opposite. I was like, oh, "Get out of here!" Okay, with this contemporary like it, Christian oh. <laughs> song oh. <laughs> that got guys singing. Uh, not at all what I wanted. She's incredibly talented, though, and you know it fits. But it's still, it's just not the same, man. And it, it's just, I'm not gonna listen to any of the original songs uh, in this. I will say, like Hans Zimmer and like the score and all Dude. that stuff is great. It was it's incredible perfect. i mean that, under, that's my thing utilized, is
3: like that's the the score i thought they oh
1: i could it. not disagree more i think it, the way that they utilized it made every single moment special like I, I feel like they they were writing themes to scenes as opposed to just having it be like a score that's always playing like the the use of the sound design of tom like when you hear the mm. stick the amount you hear the stick in the breathing i think makes the moments that have score so much better i think that the first movie is iconic and it is one of the most iconic movies of all time so many scenes that are just the, the, the only thing going for them is how iconic they are. This movie takes those iconic scenes and makes them great, makes a great film, makes great characters, and I think it ups the ante on everything the first one did. Uh, I think the only thing that this movie doesn't do necessarily as great is use a couple of the songs but I think that it more than makes up for it in every yeah. other way and with what Nick's saying about Top Gun 1 being a moment in theaters I think this in in the 80s I think this is going to be a moment in theaters like in a world where we're getting 80 Marvel movies a year this is going to stand above the rest this is the mm-hmm. fact that it's coming out this Memorial Day this movie is going to fucking crush and it's it is comedy. going to be a, it's, 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 watch it's fresh it, yeah there you go this is going to be a a word of mouth movie where Every single person is going to be like, everyone's saying this movie is that fucking good. There's no way. And then they're going to see it and that's going to continue. People are going to be blown away by this fucking thing because it does what it should not have been ever capable of doing. It is more than just being a Top Gun movie. Like this is one of the greatest action movies of all time. And I think it's coming out at the perfect time to, to like remind people what films can be, even dumb films. This is a dumb film, but it can be so much more than just being a dumb film. Top Gun yeah. Maverick is my favorite movie of all Let's time.
3: Let's vote for it. We got to vote. Put it on the ranking. Vote for it.
1: Who thinks the Top Gun Maverick is better than Top Gun? Raise your hand.
5: You are just... Of course.
1: Everyone but Nick Scarpino.
5: <laughs> I just feel so blessed that, like, when we started this, Nick took me on a journey and was like, this is a very special movie, Mike. You're going to love it, right? And it was special to him and it's special to me. Now with Top Gun Maverick, I have that, right? When I have kids or, like, whenever I go down 10 years from now... I can show somebody this and be like, this was the baddest at the time. I saw this and I love this. And, you know, not many movies get to do that. We look at Space Jam and Space Jam 2, right? Like, I don't get to show number two to people now, but Top Gun Maverick, I get Never to show to it. people and be like, this is something special to me. You know, I love that. Super cool. Oh, God.
1: Well, I could talk another two hours about this movie or I can go watch it again. I love you all. Let us know in the comments below what you think of Top Gun Maverick. Matt Batson, thank you so much for
0: joining us for your first in-review series. Uh, where can people find you? It's been an incredible journey, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. You can follow me on Twitter at SBatson, uh, YouTube.com slash Matt Batson and Twitch.tv slash v i i There you go. Uh, Like I said, next week, we're
1: returning to Jurassic World with Fallen Kingdom. And then the following week will be Jurassic World Dominion. But until then, I love you all. Goodbye.